What up, pumpkin? How you doing? How you been? We missed you last week. How, how'd you like editing the show? Me? Yeah, you. It, it was a good edit. I, I congratulate you guys. It was really nice. It was a nice listen as well. I really enjoyed listening to you guys have a good chat about PvP. I miss talking to you guys. Well, hold on, hold on, hold on. Wait, this this doesn't sound right. Who are you, and what have you done with our actual um idea? That'd be the one, yeah. What do you mean? It's houndish. It might be. Replace our night demon with a houndish. Because this guy is way too nice to be night demon. He said not only was it a good edit, but he enjoyed listening to it as well. That, no, this doesn't sound right at all. You know, blink, I mean, blink if you're being held hostage. No, I mean, it was a good edit. Like, honestly, I enjoyed listening to the two of you go back and forth because you both bring up good points and can argue, you know, in a non-cursing, you know, sensible way. Yeah, well, again, we're, like I said before, we're used to it. That's what we do all the time. Right, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> so now we just stuck microphones in front of you and the magic happened. <laughs> All I know is I was just sitting here the entire time just thinking. <laughs> but I'm the one that's going to abuse it, right? Yeah, apparently so. Oh, goodness. Um, I'll lose interest quickly. Don't worry. I just. No, you won't. You can upload your own. No, I think it's an it's absolute treat. Right, because not only can we get what what Night Demon puts in post edit, we we can have some stuff live too. I like it. I'm just happy that, that when respawn starts into a story, I have a I have a button I can press now. The crickets. Oh, I thought you were gonna push the crickets. No, no, the catch alarm. Uh, <laughs> the water alarm. This is amazing. Bro, did you find a soundboard for Shacks already? Uh, Not Shacks. I have had for years yeah, sure. someone put together a massive list of Destiny MP3s back I, I don't even know. Uh, apparently I downloaded these in March of 2020 so at least somewhere around there. And I have an entire... Discord? Oh my lord. Uh, well, I've been uploading a couple of them because <laughs> as I find the ones I need. So, you know, someone you all of 30 seconds to do that. <laughs> yeah, no, because I was like I have, I have an entire folder of, of Destiny MP3s that I downloaded at some point. And just you know, looking looking for the for the time to use them. I, th- I feel like Cheats Forever maybe put them together at some point. I feel like him talking about, like you know, just combine grabbing a bunch of audio and putting it together as clips or something. Or he he linked to it at least. I don't know. It came uh, from somewhere. And now I have them, and now I can use them. So the world's a beautiful place. Already uploaded them. I think I better start off the show by apologizing in advance if you did hear various different sound effects that I have not inputted myself. These guys now have access to do, their own do we need Do we need a demon disclaimers before every sound effect? Now, this one is mine. This one is Faraday's. <laughs> I, I just don't <laughs> know if it's going to come through on the recording, so I'm apologizing ahead of time. Oh, it's absolutely coming through. If we can hear it, so can the bears. I'm not happy about this. <laughs> Welcome to Two Titans and a Hunter, a Destiny 2 podcast. Dedicated in bringing you all the latest information, news, and opinions. This is the best show for new and veteran guardians alike, where we share tips, tricks, and tools to help you succeed and enjoy playing even more. So with all that said, let me hand you over to your hosts, the Triumph Hunting Titan Night Demon, the Pink Panted Pansy Peroti, and your Hunter Master Ranger, Mr. No One Respawns in Real Life! 
welcome to the show. I am Night Demon. Welcome. I am back Hi, from being sick. I do apologise about my voice because I'm still coughing and it's, it's a little bit croaky. And um, I'm joined by my two, I don't know, fighting members, I guess. There you go. Respawn and Parody. So the, the inmates that run the asylum while he's gone. Exactly. Well, no, that's Micah. Micah runs the runs you two, I guess. That's really? You think he keeps us on track when you're gone? I think he did. I think he did. He kept you on track. There wasn't too many squirrel stories last week. Mm, fair enough. <laughs> we've got lots to talk about this week, haven't we? No. And we've already started, yeah. Oh, you yeah. mean about the you mean about destiny? Oh, yes, yeah, destiny, yes. destiny stuff. That too. Yeah, mm-hmm. destiny stuff. Indeed. And um, should we kick it off with what's happening this week in destiny? Only if you put it right here. Okay, I'll put it over there. Hello, and welcome to the ninth week of season twenty, season of defiance, starting on April twenty fifth, twenty twenty three. So for week nine, let's have a look at our legacy rotation, starting with the Forsaken expansion. Ready if you are. Let's see what's out there. The Dreaming City this week is at a medium curse level, which means Petrovenge can be found in the Davillion Mists, and has the Oracle Engine mission for the next week. The Blindwell features Hive enemies and the Plague Kregar. The Ascendant challenge this week will be the Shattered Ruins, which can be located over in the Spine of Keris on the Dreaming City. Next up, the Shadowkeep expansion. On the moon, the weekly mission is a mysterious disturbance. The Trove Guardian is located in the Anchor of Light, while the Wandering Nightmare is the Nightmare of Jax, Claws of Zivorath, at the Hellmouth. And the Nightmare Hunts this week will be Skolas, Pride, Omnigal, Anguish, and Zydron, Servitude. For our Beyond Light expansion, on Europa this week, Phylax, the Warrior, will be the Empire Hunt, Assyrian's Abyss will be the Eclipse Zone, and the Exo Challenge will be Agility. For the 30th Anniversary Expansion, we have the Loot Rotation for Dares of Eternity, which will be on Week 1's rotation, with the Scatterhorn Armor Set and the Wild Hunt Armor Set being available. The weapons available this week will be the Arc Lightweight Frame Bow, Arsenic Bite 4B, the Arc Adaptive Frame Heavy Grenade Launcher, Blast Batu, the Solar Precision Frame Linear Fusion Rifle, Corsair's Wrath, the Void Waveframe Energy Grenade Launcher, Deafening Whisper. The Kinetic Adaptive Frame Hand Cannon, Dire Promise. The Kinetic Precision Frame Sidearm, Enigma's Draw. The Kinetic Lightweight Frame Submachine Gun, Escape Velocity. The Arc Adaptive Frame Pulse Rifle, Giant 7 Rifle. The Kinetic Precision Frame Submachine Gun, Friction Fire. The Void Precision Frame Scout Rifle, Royal Chase. The Kinetic Aggressive Frame Hand Cannon, True Prophecy and the Solar Adaptive Frame Fusion Rifle Timelines Vertex. For the Witch Queen expansion, the Witch Queen weekly story mission is the Ghosts, where the modifiers are Fire Pit and Raider Shields, as well as Barrier and Unstoppable Champions. Also this week you will have Altars of Reflection Catalysts and Altars of Reflection Pact. The Wellspring activity has been updated to include a featured Throne World weapon, Veritas Armor and a weapon pattern as its rewards. For the Lightful expansion, the weekly mission is Desperate Measures, with Barrier and Unstoppable Champions, Solar Threat, Empath, Overcharged Weapons, Solar and Strand Surges, Overcharged Glaives, and Galvanized on Hero difficulty only. 
the partition mission will be Ordnance, Overload and Unstoppable Champions, Solar Threat, Scorched Earth and Empath with Solar and Strand Surges. And the Vex Incursion this week will be Amish Park. In addition, the Wiggly Lightfall reset also refreshes the pinnacle drop for the Node Override Avalon exotic mission on the EDZ. Raids and Dungeons The Root of Nightmares raid challenge this week is the first encounter, Cataclysm, called Illuminated Torment. This is where every Tormentor must be killed by a player with the Field of Light buff. The Kingsfall raid challenge this week is the second encounter, Warpriest, called Devious Thievery. Players must steal the brand of the initiate within a couple of seconds of taking the brand claimer's buff. The Vow of the Disciple challenge this week is the second encounter, the Caretaker, called Base Information, where runners cannot pick up more than one stack of knowledge on each run. The Vault of Glass challenge this week is the third encounter, Templar, called Out of Its Way, where you must keep the Templar from teleporting. The Garden of Salvation challenge this week is the second encounter, Spy Defense, called A Link to the Chain. This is where all Guardians must receive the Enlightened buff at the same time. And the last wish challenge this week is the second encounter, Chirochi, called Witch Witch. Guardians must not get hit or take damage from Chirochi's Arc Blast. Your pinnacle raid will be the Deepstone Crypt on Europa, which means all challenges will be available for each encounter. These are the first encounter, Crypt Security, called Red Rover. This is where all Guardians must be an operator and shoot the two panels on the lower level. The second encounter, Atrax 1, called Copies of Copies, where you must not send any Atrax 1 replicant debuffs into the airlock slash space. The third encounter, Tanix Part 1, called Of All Trades. Guardians must perform each role at least once, Operator, Scanner and Suppressor. And the fourth encounter, Tanix, called The Core 4. Guardians must dunk all four cores before each DPS phase. Also, with the Deepstone Crypt being the featured raid, this does mean that you can farm the final boss for a chance at the exotic rocket launcher, Eyes of Tomorrow. And the pinnacle dungeon for this week will be the Shattered Throne over on the Dreaming City. Next up, challenges. So for week 9 we have Legendary Defiance. Complete two Defiant Battlegrounds on Legend Difficulty for Challenge XP++. Favoured Warrior. Earn 20 Favours of Justice, 20 Grace and 20 Zeal during Season of Defiance activities. Bonus Progress awarded for Favours earned during activities on Legend Difficulty for Challenge XP+. Defiant Specialist. Defeat 50 combatants with precision final blows in seasonal activities. Bonus progress awarded for using seasonal defiance weapons. These are Perpetualus, Prodigal Return, Regent, Caretaker, Raketeur, and Royal Executioner. For Challenge XP+. Pinnacle. Reach power level 1810 by earning Pinnacle Rewards. For Challenge XP++++ and Bright Dust. Warp and Weft. In Gambit, defeat targets with Strand, Solar, or Void Subclass equipped. Bonus progress is awarded for ability final blows and defeating Guardians for Challenge XP++ and Bright Dust. Weaving Sunlight, defeat combatants in Vanguard playlists with a Strand, Solar, or Void Subclass equipped. Bonus progress awarded for ability final blows for Challenge XP++ and Bright Dust. And Armor-Wide Calibration, calibrate 200 Kinetic, 200 energy and 200 power weapons. Bonus progress against champions for Challenge XP++ and Bright Dust. And speaking of Bright Dust, we have our ninth ever verse of the season for the week of April 25th, 2023. Available this week for Bright Dust we have 
the Flamenco Dance Legendary Emote for 700 Bright Dust. Lee Calipratra, Exotic Weapon Ornament for the Exotic Bow, Le Monarch for 1250 Bright Dust. Lee Shadow Legion, Entrant, a Legendary Transmat Effect for 450 Bright Dust. The Erebus Glance, Legendary Shader for 300 Bright Dust. The Circadian Chill, Legendary Shader for 300 Bright Dust. The Mandolin Sistance, Legendary Emote for 700 Bright Dust. The Limitless Subversion Cask Ornament for the Hunters. The Cognate Beat Helm Ornament for the Titans. And the Technologic Hood Ornament for the Warlocks, each for 1200 Bright Dust. The Synth How Exotic Ship for 2000 Bright Dust. The Vice Cruiser Exotic Sparrow for 2500 Bright Dust. The Acolyte's Ambition Exotic Weapon Ornament for the Hunter Exotic Helm, the Wormhouse Crown. The Hif Pimoth Exotic Ornament for the Titan Exotic Helm, Laurely Splendor. And the Phoenix Resonance Exotic Ornament for the Warlock Exotic Helm, Dawn Chorus, each for 1200 Bright Dust. The Calefactor Exotic Weapon Ornament for the Exotic Sidearm Forerunner for 1250 Bright Dust. And finally, the Eremus Projection Legendary Ghost Projection for 1500 Bright Dust. As a reminder, your daily loss sector will show you a flag outside which will give you details of threats, shields, champions and exotic armour you will find inside. But if you are new to the game or you're using an alternate character and can't find the flag outside, you will have to run through the loss sector normally to have it show up on your map as a legend slash master, which you can either do solo or with a fire team, or you will only be able to earn a chance at the exotic drop when completing solo. Tuesday, April 25th will be the Hydroponics Delta on Neptune for Exotic Chess, Void Threat, Solar and Strand Surges with no Elemental Shields, Overcharged Rocket Launchers with Barrier and Unstoppable Champions. Wednesday, April 26th will be the Gilded Preset on Neptune for Exotic Helmets, Arc Threat, Solar and Strand Surges with Void and Solar Elemental Shields, Overcharged Glaives with Barrier and Unstoppable Champions. Thursday, April 27th will be the Excavation Site 12 on the EDC for Exotic Boots, Solar Threat, Solar and Strand Surges with Arc Elemental Shields, Overcharged Swords with Barrier and Unstoppable Champions. Friday, April 28th will be the Skydock 4 on the EDC for Exotic Gauntlets, Solar Threat, Solar and Strand Surges with Void Elemental Shields, Overcharged Shotgun with Barrier and Unstoppable Champions. Saturday, April 29th will be the Quarry on the EDC for Exotic Chess, Void Threat, Solar and Strand Surges with Void and Solar Elemental Shields, Overcharged Grenade Launcher with Barrier and Unstoppable Champions. Sunday April 30th will be the Affiliates Rest on the Dreaming City for Exotic Helmets, Stasis Threat, Solar and Strand Surges with Void Elemental Shields, Overcharged Shotgun with Unstoppable and Overload Champions. And finally background to Monday May 1st will be the Chamber of Starlight on the Dreaming City for Exotic Boots, Solar Threat, Void and Strand Surges, with Void and Solar Elemental Shields, Overcharged Sword, with Unstoppable and Overload Champions. Lead the way. Grandmaster Nightfalls have returned, which means if you already have your Conqueror Seal, you will be able to select whichever Grandmaster Nightfall you want in any order to gild your title. And with that, our ninth featured Nightfall will see us face off against the Taken Hydra, Parthenos, in the Hypernet Current on Neptune, where you have a chance to get a Pinnacle Engram if you complete the Nightfall with a score of 200k or more. You'll be able to earn high-end gear for your characters including the Nightfall featured weapon, exotic gear, enhancement cores, enhancement prisms and ascendant shards. The higher the Nightfall difficulty the more common the drop will be, with the featured weapon and exotic gear being uncommon at hero difficulty to being common with ascendant shards in Grandmasters. 
Legend and Lower Nightfalls will have 5 Overload and 6 Unstoppable, with 12 Solar, 5 Arc and 28 Void Shields. Masters and GMs will have 7 Overload and 9 Unstoppable, with 12 Solar, 6 Arc and 32 Void Shields. Your Nightfall modifiers are Hero Difficulty, Maximum Effective Level 1765, Matchmaking is available, Extra Shields, Champion's Foe, you'll face Overload and Unstoppable Champions, you can either use Intrinsic Exotics, use a subclass debuff, or unlock anti-champion mods from the Seasonal Artifact. Arc Elemental Threat, 25% increase to Arc Incoming Damage. Denial, Taken Vandals summon their shields significantly more often. Overcharge Weapons, Weapons Overcharge from the Seasonal Artifact are active in this activity. Kinetic Weapons do increase damage when your subclass element matches an active Surge. Solar Surge, 25% bonus to outgoing solar damage. Strand Surge, 25% bonus to outgoing strand damage. Overcharge Grenade Launcher, 25% bonus damage. Galvanized, combatants have more health and are more difficult to stun. Legend, maximum effective level 1815. Includes all previous modifiers except Galvanized. No matchmaking. Equipment locked, you will be unable to change your equipment once this mission starts. Master, maximum effective level 1820. Includes all previous modifiers except Galvanized. Champions Mob, this difficulty adds more champion enemies. Famine, all ammunition drops are significantly reduced. Grandmaster, maximum effective level 1815. Includes all previous modifiers except Galvanized and Famine. Joining progress is disabled. Extinguish, if your fire team falls in a restricted zone, your team is returned to orbit. Limited revives, gain additional revives by defeating champions. Contest mode, which caps your power level to make enemies more of a challenge. Epitaph, taking combatants generate blight geysers when defeated. And chafe, radar is disabled. Your choice of intrinsic anti-champion artifact mods are Unstoppable Scout Rifle, Overload Bow, Overload Submachine Gun and Auto Rifle, and Medieval Champion, where glazed fire projectiles that stun unstoppable champions, swords stun overload champions on consecutive hits. You also have exotic weapons and armor that can help with intrinsic mods as well. For Unstoppable, the Kinetic Fusion Rifle Bastion, the Kinetic Hand Cannon Malfeasance, the Solar Energy Sidearm Devil's Ruin, the Void Heavy Bow Leviathan's Breath, and the Hunter Gauntlet's Athos's Embrace, which have a chance to stun unstoppable champions with their empowered weighted knife. And for Overload, the Void Energy Bow Le Monarch, the Arc Energy Linear Trace Rifle Divinity, the Arc Heavy Machine Gun Thunderlord, and the Warlock Exotic Boots the Seacant Filaments, which when you drop an empowering rift, any weapon that is fired from inside the well can cause an Overload champion to be stunned. The Nightfall featured weapon to obtain this week will be the Arc Adaptive Frame Grenade Launcher, Wendigo GL3. The Wendigo GL3 has a base blast radius of 50, velocity of 29, and handling of 41. It can roll with Full Court, Explosive Light, and Frenzy, with Clown Cartridge, Chain Reaction, and Auto-Loading Holster. It has the origin trait of Stunning Recovery, where if you stun a champion, you partially refill the magazine, trigger health regen, and improves your recovery for a short duration. Vanguard Vindication where final blows with this weapon grant a small amount of health, and Amelon Fluid Dynamics, where the weapon has increased reload speed and stability for the top half of the magazine. Next up, Lord Shax brings Mayhem to the featured Crucible playlist for the ninth week of the season. Mayhem is where two teams of six players go head-to-head -head in a clash-type mode. Abilities and supers charge at an extremely faster rate than usual. Respawns are instant, and power ammo spawns are also much faster than usual. 
With a time limit of 10 minutes, the first team to get 125 eliminations is the winner. And Clash will also be returning this week in the Relentless Crucible playlist. Clash is a 6v6 PvP mode where level advantages are disabled. Points are gained through scoring kills against the opposing team as there are no capture points. Players are not penalised for low map control and can bunker down together or fan out as they see fit. Strengthening numbers is paramount as a lone player can get picked off very quickly by a team shooting enemies. Heavy ammo can swing the balance of a match, so controlling the box can be the key to winning. Super usage both offensively and defensively is one way to break the deadlock. Delightful! And Valus Forge returns to the tower for the last time this season, bringing with him the Iron Banner Fortress. This is a week-long free-to-play Crucible event, which means that there will be no Trials of Osiris at the weekend. Power level is disabled, which means you can go into Iron Banner with whatever weapons and armor you like. Iron Banner also brings with it challenges and a seal to become an Iron Lord. Each day for four days for each character, from Tuesday Reset, Lord Saladin will give you the opportunity to receive a pinnacle reward. By hovering over the Iron Banner node on the director, it will tell you how many games you need to play and with what subclass you need to equip to complete it. You can either play each day and collect each pinnacle, or you can wait until Friday Reset to play all the games you need and receive all four pinnacles in one go. From three for your first pinnacle, up to 18 games in total for the all four pinnacles. As a reminder, Pinnacle Rewards will give you plus 5 to your power level if you are below the power cap of 1800, but if you are 1800 and trying to reach the Pinnacle cap of 1810, then the Pinnacles will give you plus 2 in light. Players can rank up with Lord Saladin to receive rewards from his reward track, and equipping any Iron Banner armor, ornament or weapon plus Iron Banner emblem will progress your progress faster in ranking up. This is multiplied if you complete the daily Pinnacle challenges as well. For the Iron Banner gear boost requirements, all five pieces must be equipped as gear or ornaments for it to take effect. In Iron Banner Fortress, two teams of six are pitted against each other, with the objective to control three stationary objective points scattered around the arena, just like in a regular control match. However, these work a little differently. In Fortress, you earn points for each zone you hold onto at regular time intervals. If you have one zone, you get two points. Two zones, you get four. All three, a power play, you get six points. Killing enemies does not count towards your points, keeping objectives does. So if you want to win the match, take and hold those zones. Conversely, it also doesn't matter how often you're getting killed if the enemy team isn't grabbing the zone from you. When a team reaches 40 points, a high value zone will spawn a countdown timer at a marked location somewhere on the map, and the other three zones will disappear. This is where Empress Keitel of the Cabal decides to intervene. When this happens, you should drop whatever you're doing and run to the capture point. But be careful, as a giant cabal drop pod will hit the ground, opening to reveal yellow bar turrets called Esteemed Scorpius. You'll need to defeat these turrets to open the high value zone, which grants more points when your team controls it, which can really turn the tide of battle. After 45 seconds, the high value zone will despawn, and the three normal objectives will return. You will have two opportunities per match to capture the cabal zone, one at 40 points and the other at 80. The game will then continue until the score reaches its max, or you hit 10 minutes time limit. With this being the last Iron Banner of Season of Defiance, this does mean that you have one more chance this season to become an Iron Lord. The triumphs to complete are Jolder's Victory, win matches in the Iron Banner playlist across all events and seasons. Ganora's Seal, acquire Iron Banner armor. Each piece must be unique to count towards the total. Ormond's Taste, acquire Iron Banner weapons. Each weapon must be unique to count towards the total. Orwing Spirit, Earn points by completing objectives in Iron Banner playlist modes. Frostmire's Will. Complete Iron Banner challenges. Criminal's Dedication. 
Reset Iron Banner rank twice. Drawms out. Complete Iron Banner matches whilst wearing at least one piece of Iron Banner armor. Earn additional progress for each piece of Iron Banner armor equipped. And to gild the title this season, you have five triumphs to complete, which are Glorious Howl. Win Iron Banner matches. Earn additional progress for each piece of Iron Banner gear equipped. Again with Feeling. Reset Iron Banner rank. On Point. Earn points by completing objectives in Iron Banner playlist modes while using a Strand, Solar or Void subclass. One and done, complete all four Iron Banner challenges in a single Iron Banner celebration. And down, dear friend, defeat 200 Guardians in Iron Banner. Earn bonus progress for using Iron Banner weapons from the current season. This will also be your last chance to grab the Wise and Rebuke Arc High Impact Frame Fusion Rifle, which can roll with Volt Shot, High Impact Reserves, and Backup Plan. With Shot Swap, Under Pressure, and Heating Up, it also has the origin trait of Skulking Wolf. And your last chance to grab the 900 RPN Void Adaptive Frame Submachine Gun, Hero's Burden. Which can roll with Dynamic Sway Reduction, Destabilizing Rounds and Kill Clip. With Under Pressure, Feeding Frenzy and Zen Moment. This also has the Origin trait of Skulking Wolf and Suro Synergy. The two returning Iron Banner weapons this season are the Bite of the Fox Aggressive Frame Sniper Rifle, which has a base impact of 90, range of 70 and aim assist of 41. It can roll with Vorpal, opening shot and explosive payload, with no distractions, slick draw and snapshot sights, and has the origin perk Skulking Wolf. While at low health, Guardian final blows with this weapon grant enhanced radar and remove you from the opposing radar. And the Durham's Claw Adaptive Frame Pulse Rifle, which has a base impact of 29, range of 49 and stability of 50. It can roll with Golden Tricorn, Frenzy and Kill Clip, with Moving Target, Outlaw and Gutshot Straight. It also has the Origin Perk of Skulking Wolf and Suro Synergy, where Reloads grant this weapon a bonus to handling and reduces incoming flinch for a short time. That is amazing. But before you go, we just want to remind you that there will be double XP in the Vanguard playlist this week. So if you want to fast track in getting that new ritual weapon, the Ecliptic Distaff Glaive and Vanguard Ornament, the Aegon Spindle, then this will be a good week to boost those ranks. And that's it for the ninth week of Season of Defiance. Now, back to the show. Guardian down. Excellent. Well, I'm excited. You are, because you know why? Iron Banner Fortress is back. That's I'm not excited. a reason to be excited. It is. And it Wait, which one's Fortress? Which one's yes. Fortress? Turrets. 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 Turrets and capital. Ah, that's not fun. Odds. No, it's, no it, it's excitement because it's not eruption. So anything other than eruption, I'm happy about. No, 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 because not only do I got to worry about people killing me, I got to worry about drop pods too, bro. No. Oh. Listen, it, 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 we're at the midpoint of the season. If you haven't learned to avoid the drop pods by now, I can't help you. Bro, this, this is Destiny 2. The drop pods have the highest veteran, kill yeah. rate than anything else in the game. Yeah, Threshers. No, drop pods. Absolutely yeah, yeah. drop pods, 100%. <laughs> There's nothing that I would love to see. I would, I mean, look, I'm talking smack, but I would love to see that on paper. What kills more guardians in the game than anything else? It's got to be drop out 100%. The architects, probably. Damn warlocks. <laughs> yeah, let's face it, they are still the the architects. Ever since I saw them, they're never not going to be now. No. But you let it slip if they're the architects. You can't take it back. Once it's out there, it's out there. Mm-hmm. That's true. But did you see that Bungie put out a colorblind setting revamp this week? Mm-hmm. 
Well, I was hoping our, our blind compatriot here would go through it with us and, and tell us all the good, juicy stuff about what they're doing to help with accessibility. Absolutely. So, what they've done... In case you missed it, we shared a blog earlier this week diving into recent changes that we believe players with accessibility accommodations regarding colorblindness will particularly enjoy. From radical changes to special event tweaks, here's a TLDR of what we went over. Radical changes, call-out of melee changes, toggle setting additions, subtle color choice, and a peek at what's new with commendations if you have any variation of colorblindness. Read the full update with additional info from the teams responsible for these changes right here. Are you going to click right there? I did. <laughs> sure. That, that's what I was talking about, not reading the bit in the 12 that talks about that. <laughs> the colorblind setting revamp and more accessibility changes. Because I thought this was something that you could talk quite passionately about because it affects you. I mean, we've heard so many it, it, rants. It sure does, you, and it did for a long time when it broke. Things. Oh, yeah. when it broke was so dumb. All so right, could you tell so... us about what they're doing and then how yeah. as somebody with colorblindness is affected and how this is going to help? Okay, so settings yeah. glow up. Radical changes. In the season of the deep, we're adding an enemy-targeted radical color setting that is designed to complement the current radical color. Setting by allowing players to select the hue of their hipfire reticle that they see when aiming at an enemy. This change will be particularly helpful for those players with teleblindness. Uh, the new color setting also applies to the headshot and hit indicator UI elements. Peek at the updated menu settings below. So, someone like me, um, I, I had the, the most obnoxious color you had. It was either the fluorescent pink, but for a while now it's been the fluorescent green. Because people like me, you want to find something that that reticle is not going to blend into the background. And believe it or not, that reticle blends into a lot more than people think than people think it does. You know, so just having the most obnoxious color, just so at least it sticks out, is what I've been aiming to do. And like I said, usually the bright green tends to stick out a lot more, unless you're in a lot of heavy foliage, then it does kind of disappear. And you want to swap to the pink one or whatever. Uh, but then the pink one kind of fades into areas that are got a lot of red hues in the background too so either way there's just nothing that's perfect for you know every situation you know but what they've done is not only do they have your normal reticle color but they've also changed it such that if it hovers over an enemy right it changes an additional color that you can choose right so you can make it uh bright red or you can make it black or you can make it that obnoxious blue or whatever right so as it hovers over an enemy you know it changes an additional color to let you know that that's not a friendly you know although most of the time you can tell it's not a friendly but <laughs> you know it helps in pvp because a lot of the times in pvp like and i'm saying this only because the last time i got dragged into pvp with mike and all them that was one of the issues i was facing is is the enemy, I couldn't tell if they were friend or foe because they didn't glow a certain way for me, right? Yeah. And by the time I realized that this guy's an enemy, he's already shooting me, <laughs> you know? So now that the color changes when you hover over an enemy, that's very, very helpful because in, you know, PvP, I don't need to see his glow. I just need to see my reticle change color. I'm like, okay, I'm going to shoot you now. So pretty good, pretty good, right? Uh, when this new enemy target a reticle 
reticle bleh, color setting goes live, most players won't notice the difference as the default value is the same red color that they're used to. Because players now have a much wider range of colors to apply to the targeted reticle color, we have removed the color applied by changing colorblind settings. People who use deuteranopia du and protanopia colorblind presets will likely want to update this new setting to a new change color. We hope to increase the options. We hope to ugh, stroke. We hope to increase in options alleviates. No, that, that's how they wrote it. Hold on. We hope the increase in options alleviates the one-time setting change for these players. There we go. Aha, got it. In addition to adding new enemy targeted reticle color option, we have unified reticle indicator functionality across PC and consoles, which is handy. We're excited to hear what you think about this change next season. So, um, that's going to be really, really cool. Unfortunately, I don't use either one of those. I use the Triton, Triton Tenopia colorblind settings for myself. So, yeah. Um, full auto settings. Guys, did you know in Season 19, we introduced a full auto setting as described in the Season 19 weapon swap? Funny enough, me and Parody did because you went on about it for... About a year since they mentioned it, it was like, "Is it coming? Is it coming? Is it here now? Is it coming? Is it here? Is it now?" No, respawn. Just wait. They haven't said anything. They said it's coming. It, it was here. It got introduced in season nineteen. Yes, we know. Hopefully, the people know now. Well, now, well, now you can get a. Are you ready for it? Drum roll, please. Full auto melee setting. Good timing. Next season, we're adding a full auto melee setting. This upcoming change allows players to have a full auto mode for melee weapons, including swords and glaives, powered melee, unpowered melee attacks, and the melee attacks while in a roaming super. This setting will repeat melee attack whenever it's available, as long as the melee or fire button is held, depending on the type of melee attack. That is kind of awesome! <clears throat> Confirm and cancel toggle setting. But that's not it right now, is it? No, next is yeah, it's next is. Yeah, this is um, what's coming. Just like the full full melee isn't here yet. But yeah, I mean, it, as far as you know, again, these are you know, just like the color blindness, these are accessibility changes. If you've got problems, you know, you know, mashing that button over and over again, hold the button down, it'll do the same thing. It's not even a button, melee. right? So, dimly, I'm I'm targeting you because I'm well, going on what I mean, Parody said. If you're meleeing, you're holding a button, or in your super doing a thing, it, it's a button to do that thing. So it's instead of smashing that button over and over again. You can now hold that button down, and it will just continue to do the thing as long as you have a charge to do the thing with. Right. Well, my melee button used to be me pressing down on my mouse click on on the middle wheel, right? But over time, that will break that click, right? Especially if you have to press it repeatedly when you're doing melees with a glaive or something. So then I just swapped it to rolling my wheel, right? My mouse wheel. So I roll the wheel, and as it's rolling, I just keep doing the melees, right? But this right here, for people that use non-traditional melees, right? This is a godsend because now instead of clicking my mouse button down repeatedly, I can just hold it down and it's going to do all of my punches as, as much as I want. And as we've seen with full auto fire, you're probably going to end up auto punching faster than you can manually punch yourself. And for like, I don't know, Arc Hunter build where punching is your primary form of damage, just holding that button down and going ham is going to be amazing, you know? 
and it also saves on on button damage because buttons, whether it be a mouse, a keyboard, or a controller, can only take so many clicks before they get to wear out or they get sticky or you know just, just button clicks are bad you know, and if you can alleviate them just by holding it down, that's good. And we're just talking about for normal players like me and you. What if there's guys out there that have like the pad? Because there's this one guy that I saw that was missing half of an arm, and he's got like this circular pad that he uses to do all of the stuff with. Well, instead of him having to pound that little pad, he can just click down on it once and hold it and do automatic melees, you know? So it's really good for accessibility for those that aren't as, you know, handy capable as others. You know what I mean? So, yeah, I mean, I think this is a huge win. And just because Dimwi can't see the forest for the trees doesn't mean it's not a good thing for the game. Also, yeah, yeah, but, yeah, yeah. I mean, this is one of those settings where it's like, yeah, it, it may, it may benefit you and I, a capable, you know, capable, able-bodied player, but it's not for us. You know, you know, the full auto firing helps all of us with our slow reflexes. Just like <laughs> this, you know, this, you know, use it, don't use it. You know, it's there for accessibility, just like the color blindness. I don't need the color blindness, but you know, hey, then you know, I can turn it on and enjoy the benefits of it, just like closed captioning. I don't need the closed captioning, but I still like to turn it on. It's, you know, it's, it's accessibility for people who need it and nice for people who don't. And if you don't need it, you don't have to think about it. And that's beautiful. It, it's nice that it's there for the people who need it, who can then sit here and play this game. If you're on, you know, like if you're like on the Xbox using the accessibility controller or like I've seen, you know, clips of like people who are like paraplegic playing with, with certain like controllers built for them to like run the game with their mouth. Like there's tons of ways wow, I didn't you can that. play with things. Yeah, I was just I was just looking at the, I was looking up the the Xbox uh, you know adaptive controller and there's the quad stick a game controller for quadriplegics. I mean, there's ways you can interact with games that are not just I hold a controller with two hands or sit at a mouse and keyboard. And having these these available, you know, making these games accessible to other people is really cool. So it's nice to see them focusing on these things that aren't just you know hey, you know make, make my make my gun better do this thing in game, but just you know when they say they want to bring the game to everybody, they want to bring the game to everybody. Indeed. I, I I just think it's cool in general. Am I am I am I continuing? It, well, yes. Okay. Hey, cool. Um. <laughs> says yes. No. Okay. So um, next, uh, a new subtle color for option enters the chat. What is going on? So thirsty. Uh, another part of hearing. Even see it. Another part of hearing accommodation changes that we've been working on is something that is simple as text. What does it look like? What color is it? What size is it? In the next season, players will be able to further customize their HUD experience with the ability to tweak the below components. And it looks like subtitles on off, text size. You can change the text size of the subtitles. You can also change the color, the background style, and the background opacity when it comes to your subtitles. Nice. The text color setting has changed from a carousel left-to-right navigation to a drop-down. Tinted rectangles have been added to replace the text so that players um, can preview the color exactly as they will see it before making a selection, matching the pattern used for reticle colors. A yellow, quotes, yellow option has been added to, I'm sorry, added in addition to the default yellow-ish, yellow. <laughs> what? Um, you can have partial yellow or you can go full yellow. <laughs> you can go mustard yellow or school bus. Yeah. 
Um, a peek behind the development of commendations. Hey, they're still pushing the system. From the start, accessibility has been an important cornerstone of Destiny 2's commendation system. Destiny currently supports four different color profiles. So fine-tuning a suite of colors for our needs as a feature that also met the needs of our, player, of our players proved to be challenging, but worth it. Originally, we were looking at ways to simplify our palette so that it worked across the board. That would limit our visual design and could potentially lead to clashes as we did not anticipate or expect you would be surprised at what colors are reserved for specific aspects of Destiny 2. Instead, we explored ways to tap into a system that already existed but was not exactly utilized for a full feature UI implementation. Then, followed up to define new cons constants for our needs and apply our additions to commendations. Similarly to how gear rarity color changes, our commendations also shift with each setting. This means that whenever or wherever you are viewing commendations, those colors will all abide by the color preset you chose to play with. So your color presets, I guess, when it comes to colorblindness, also affect. I mean, it makes sense because yeah, right, duh. Uh, we even got creative while authoring the variety of cards, breaking up the assets into manageable pieces that we could then apply a corresponding value at a runtime. Now, I'm going to pause here for a second. Either one of you, aside from the colors, right, do you know how these commendations are weighed differently? I know that they are weighed differently. I don't know what the weights are of them, but I know so, yeah, so they are weighed, weighed, weighted differently. What do you mean so, by weighted? Like. But, like they have more, more or less points. Okay. Yeah. The, the best rest combination will give you less points than probably anything else, I'm going to guess. Like leadership okay. stuff, right? Right yeah. here, they show them all being labeled as 100, right? But we know, like, the red one, when you get the red one, you get more points than if you get, like, a blue one, right? So what I've noticed over time is the heart is the lowest value, followed by the um, spade, followed by the club, and then the diamond being the highest value of the card, right? So the color, I know because the colors kept changing. I was like, well, hell, now I have a, a golden brown <laughs> color. What the hell is this one, right? WTF, <laughs> you know? Yeah. You know, what, what, what weighs more now? Is it the red or the golden brown? I don't know what to do, right? So aside from the color, it's actually the card um, symbol that helps weigh it too, right? So the highest weighted is always going to be a diamond. Second to that, club, which is like the little three-leaf clover. Yeah, it's hard. Yeah, leadership will be the highest, and club mm -hmm. is your mastery, saying, hey, yep. you were good at this. Mm -hmm. And then fun is going to be your spade, and then heart is going to be your ally. Like, I just got a best dressed, right? I didn't even know that was a thing until today. But that was the, the fun category, right? So... Anyway, they go through a bunch of the different color schemes I have. Some examples for those of you who play with color preset off by default. You will notice there are a ton of differences between them, but for those that require a distinct color preset, the level of contrast surely does help distinguish one category from another. Again, the colors are dumb. <laughs> the symbols are what you need to pay attention to. Actually, I can't tell the difference between picture one and picture two. They look exactly the same. Yeah, I was going to say, I'm, I'm, I don't see any difference either, and I feel like I'm going crazy. Now, the third picture definitely is different. 
did you put the same picture in twice just to measure this? Because because I'm pretty sure those are the same things. Okay, so the first picture has allies being kind of a forest green. Fun is okay. Yellow, subtly yeah. different. Yep, and then mastery is blue. Leadership is purple. The third picture has ally being a bright green, and now fun is a deep purple, and now mastery is that red color. I think this is what mine is right here because mastery for me is always red, and then leadership is blue. I think this is mine right here, the third picture. Um, and then the fourth picture is ally is that forest green, fun is kind of a maroon color, mastery is now a brownish gold color, and leadership is still kind of a bluish color. So yeah, they've given us. Three examples out of four, because I can't tell the difference between one and two. <laughs> yeah, I really you know, can't. Yeah, like one and two, like I, I literally had to open in windows side by side, switch back and forth. They're, they're just they're the same colors. They're just like you know, ones ones basically dimmer and ones brighter. But oh, the color looks the same. It's it, okay. yeah, it's, it's literally just like you know, like a, like a more vivid shade of blue or a less vivid shade. Like gotcha. like the actual color doesn't change, just like the the brightness, the opacity, probably. Hmm. Because it was driving me um, nuts. <laughs> <laughs> Tritontopia. Let me, let me. Yeah, there's four videos where it shows. Um, you know how when you get accommodation, you go bing, and you you got the little bright, colorful firework, sparkly things around you. Yeah. It also shows what colors those are based on your default Deuterantopia, Proentopia, and Tritontopia colors. So, cool. So, yeah. Good question is that. All the things that you've been saying like over time that could Bungie fix this, could Bungie do this, is this something that you've actually asked for for them to do to actually fix? This is some of the things. Are there more issues that you have with well, the combined it, it, it was more. It was more I didn't know that they could. It didn't come to my mind, right? So the health bars blending into the background was the big problem I had, and then you could change the colors to, to fix the health bars. Right. And then colorblind broke, and then I had a hard time again, and then they fixed colorblind, which broke the raids. So everything in colorblind mode was all red. So obviously that's not helping. Um, but I didn't even think to change the reticle color, right? Because most of the time I'm sighting in, and I have like the red dot or whatever symbol we have based on the weapon that we have, right? Yeah. So um, it just I, I never even have the settings on because even at home on my home computer. Sometimes I've struggled so bad that my home computer is a gaming monitor, right? And I have the option to put a dot on my screen that is just there all the time. Right in the center of my screen, there's a dot. And it's a bright, white, obnoxiously out-of-place dot. So I just know where my reticles are when I'm at home, right? But on my laptop, I have experienced issues where my, my aim down sights and my reticle disappears. So the fact that they said that I can change these colors is actually going to help a lot. You know, so like I said, for a long time now, mine's been a bright green. And now when it hovers over enemies, I can change it a different color to let me know that that guy is, in fact, a bad guy. Because red doesn't always help, especially when, I don't know, they're cabal and they wear red. Right. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, I mean, I think it, I think it absolutely will help. And I just need to figure out what color contrasts on most of the enemies more often and run with that. So when you were doing the nightmare hunts with all that red and stuff, was that causing an issue with you? Oh yeah, absolutely. Um, <laughs> and like, 
Like, there were times where I just had to put the enemy in the middle of my scope and just fire, right? And I was missing all <laughs> kinds of headshots. And I mean, it's it's funny until you realize, like, you can't hit the right. crits if you can't yeah, see Yeah, no, it's not. funny until it's not. Yeah, no, exactly. <laughs> you know? it, it's funny until it's like, no, I'm trying to play and enjoy this game, and I literally cannot. Yeah, like, I literally do not have the capability to see the thing I need to see to do yeah. the thing you want me to do. And that's a lot of these boss fights where the boss's head's shaking around a lot, and I have no idea where my freaking dot is, you know? And it's like, bloop, that's white. That ain't it. Bloop, that's a miss. Damn it. Uh, <laughs> Whisper not. Right? So, yeah, it, it's definitely going to help if I can have a a, a enemy-specific color. It changed to when I'm hovering over the enemy. So, yeah. Yeah, I, I, I had issues with a lot of stuff. And hopefully next season this will alleviate a lot of these issues. So I don't have to cheat and use a dot on my screen anymore. Just do use the dot. Just just take a Sharpie and just put it on the screen there, and it'll be fine. No, yeah, on so my laptop, you joke, but on my laptop, I had to take a, a piece of, uh, it was um, a sticker from a restaurant that I had eaten at, and I tore off a, a corner <laughs> of it that was just a little red corner. Perfect. So I had this little rip of a sticker in the middle of my screen, oh so my I could see where the fiddle was. You know you little red dots anyway. Yeah, but I mean, th this was okay. on hand, right? Yeah. <laughs> use, use what you got. Yeah, so... You know, so, you know, so part of this article, and and this may seem silly, but like, you know, if you're sitting here out there going, you know, this this is starting to make sense, where people are saying, hey, I'm seeing this color, because you know, at some point you you have to be diagnosed with color blindness. You have to you know come to the understanding of you see colors differently as other people do. So you know, linked in this article, they do have a link to the National Eye Institute yeah. of the different types of color blindness. Or if you're just sitting here going, I'm having the same, you know, I'm listening to respawn talk, going, I'm having the same problems. This is me. These are the problems I'm having. They linked an article because it's like, because you're sitting here going, what is, you know, deuteranopia, protodopia, you're going, what are these? Well, the National Institute page has a nice page that Bungie links to of basically what are these different types. So like the two main types are red-green colorblind mm -hmm. or blue-yellow colorblindness or just a complete colorblindness. Some people just do not see colors at all. Some people have issues with the yellow, which is me. Right. Yeah. Yeah. So blue, yeah. So if you're blue-yellow colorblind, there's the trite. Oh God, I'm I'm gonna try to say these words, and this is gonna be a giant. Yeah, disaster. that's the worst one to say too. Go ahead. <laughs> there, there's, there's the trite anomaly, which makes it hard to tell the difference between blue and green, or between yellow and red. And the tritonopia makes you unable to tell the difference between blue and green, purple and red, and yellow and pink. It also makes the colors look less bright. So that's why Bungie has you know some of those brighter or or less bright colors because you're just seeing the colors less vividly as as people with full color sight does. Mm -hmm. I don't know what, how to say that. And then the there's, also, there's also different there's different kinds like parody's talking about, and there's different levels of colorblindness right. too. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah. like 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 me, mine isn't so bad that I can't tell the difference between these colors. Mine is such that if there are two colors close to each other, that's my problem. Like a yellow and a green, I can't tell. A pink and a red, a blue and a purple, a purple and a black, right? You know, an orange and uh like a brown sometimes, you can't really tell, right? So if they're close to each other, people like me have issues with that. It just kind of fades into the other one. You know what I mean? Yeah, so so you're so you're blue yellow? I'm Triton, blah 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 blah. Uh that one, yeah. you're Titan color blindness, got it. Titan color blindness. <laughs> That's uh, I'm using that from now on. I stole it. Yeah. Titan yeah, and then, yeah, and then red green, there's the you know, there's a similar Oh god, pro uh yeah. 
there's there's four variations of the red green colorblind which is the same thing so yeah if you're if you're if you're sitting here playing games with your friends going i'm not seeing what you're seeing maybe it's worth checking out to see if any of these make sense or play with these settings and go hey does this work for me because like legit when i was younger i had a friend with glasses i did not have glasses at the time i put his glasses on as a goof one day and was like oh oh i see better now far away oh hey, <laughs> hey i can read that sign that's way over there so it's possible, you know, because again, you live in your own world in your own body, and you're you may not understand that. Hey, you you don't see things the way people do, or whatever else. So yeah. you know, yeah, if you're having problems with colors, maybe investigate some of these colorblind settings because you may learn something about yourself that'll make your entire life a little bit easier to deal with. Yeah, that's the same exact way I found out I needed glasses. Is I put on my cousin Frog's glasses and I could see. I was like, oh, oh, oh this is this is neat. Your cousin Frog. Uh-huh. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> so, so, spoken like a true man from the city. See, <laughs> I knew a kid named Bucket growing up. So when you said frog, didn't even think twice about it. And we just called a frog because he liked to jump a lot on a trampoline. He looked like a frog. It's fine. It's all right. Oh, I thought it was because you were from the swamps. Sorry. No, no, we actually grew up in the city of New Orleans. But yeah. Uh. So yeah, I think it's funny that you mentioned that because that's exactly how I found out that I was nearsighted and couldn't see things far away. I put on his glasses. I could read signs. I was like, oh my God, it's a miracle. Right. It's like, Hey, I can read that sign way over there. Now <laughs> who knew, who knew there were words on that? It wasn't just like fuzzy colors. Who knew so, I was so, actually supposed to see things far away. <laughs> right. You mean you people are out here just using your eyes to see things far away and read text on signs. Nah, I don't, I don't believe that at all. Right. The elite nonsense. <laughs> so, so, not to totally put you on the spot, but like, did you find, like, did you find you were colorblind, like, in the same way? Like, like, how did that, again, you know, not to like dig, well, not to dig in, into deep baseball like, lore uh, here, but like, just out of curiosity, like. Yeah, I know. find myself wearing pink a lot, <laughs> and people would make fun of me because I would wear pink because I thought it was red. So eventually I just stopped wearing red altogether and started wearing blue <laughs> to be safe. Yeah, so I mean, that's, that's how I found out that there was something wrong, because what color I thought it was, most of the time, wasn't. So yeah, that's, that's how it started. Pen that I hold in my hand is royal blue. <laughs> blue, goddamn pen is blue. It's not that bad, but yes. So that is all for the colorblind settings. What is next? Well, we have this week at Bungie for the twentieth of April. We have Timon. Timon is going to help us go through this week's. So what? Like Pumbaa. Tim- no, mm-hmm. no, it hasn't got an E at the end. That's German. Timon. German Pumba. Timon. German Timon. Ah, uh, okay. Ah, yes, he's from Germany. Excuse me. Excuse my ignorance, everybody. So, in case you missed it, last week's twab was specific third-party peripheral usage, which you guys discussed. Mm-hmm. Uh, you also talked about Destiny, which we've seen the commendations now go live in-game and have made fair usage of. We have... Well, I say we have. I have berated at least one person um, because they upset me, and I said I was going to give them the best dress because they didn't deserve that many points. So that's what they got. You got a Wait, reminder. Best dress about... is a bad thing. No, no it, was, it was for him because it was less points. <laughs> only, only if you berate the person first. Yeah, yeah. It's a two-step process. Uh, we got a reminder about trials labs. Did you guys forget? Because I completely forgot, even though you guys reminded me that it was trials labs. What trials? Exactly. I didn't forget so much as choose not to participate. You can't not choose to participate. You need to do it for your triumphs or your challenges. Week eight Again, challenge. What trials? Win 20 rounds. 
I've got yeah. time. I've got time between now and the end of the season. We're only at the no, mid-season. I got, I got time. We're good. Good. Okay, I'm just reminding you now, like everybody yeah. else out there, we're in week eight. There was a challenge that said win 20 rounds. Not all at the same time. You could do like two or three now, put the game down, come back. Not next weekend. It's not a round. What, what is a round? A round is five matches, right? No, no. A round is a round. A match is five rounds. So yeah, in, 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 in those okay. five things, you need to win 20 of those. Okay. So either, so, so if you go four and oh, and you, and you take, and you win the five games each time, then you're good. Okay. Or if you just do it one at a time, you know, if you lose one to four every single time, you do 20 of those and you're still good. Exactly. You can get there eventually. And you said it does not have to be in a row. It just has to be in total, right? Yep. It just has to be overall for the rest of the season. And your reward is a trials weapon. Which trials nice. weapon? I don't know, but a trials weapon. I'm, I'm guessing it's going to be that submachine gun. I hope not, because it's about to get double nerfed. Well, you've had fun with it while it lasted. I've not used it at all. I don't have one, which there is why go, I don't then. want one. <laughs> then stop moaning about it. They're, they're going to give you one for free. Yeah. Well, I should say for free. You do have to put some time and effort in. Oh yeah, but okay. It. If they're going to give me a thing. For free, hmm. right? Yeah. And that thing they're giving me is about to get double nerfed. I don't want the thing. Give me another thing that's going to make my time getting the no, thing worth you it. You don't get a choice. We but, do not during... live in a, a land of where Bungie go, you get a trials weapon and you get to choose, or like a, a nightfall weapon and you get to choose from any of the nightfall weapons. They go, you are having this one. That is it. We've done a thing. We're giving you that. It would be nice if you got a choice, Bungie. Although, to be fair, I mean, you do sort of get a choice because as you're playing and if you've unlocked things, you can then use those lovely engrams <laughs> to go, go to Saint 14 and then you have your choice of weapons, just like True. Nightfalls. You can go to you can go to Zavala and say, I, I, I have all these Vanguard tokens. I would like to try my hand at rolling different Nightfall weapons. Well, so I'm you, not a Vanguard You, you sort of had a choice. But... <laughs> no, 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 don't give me that because I didn't have a choice. I thought I would skip the whole thing of this... Hongjura that was everybody was kind of trying to get last week. Oh my god, it's so good! I finally got my roll. But, oh, ah! good. So huh? I thought I've got a Hongjura. I've had like two Hongjuras from the last times that they came mm -hmm. back around for. I, I, I wandered up to Zavala. Mm -hmm. I said to him, "Give me one of these new ones, and I'll see if I can roll for this new hotness that respawn was going on about." He said, "No, you mm -hmm. haven't acquired one from the Nightfall this season, so and you've got right. nothing, my friend." I, I did the same thing because because the only adept the only adept weapon I have is a hunger from however many seasons ago, mm -hmm. and so I walked up new you know I knew I couldn't just get a new adept roll yeah but I was like can I just get one anyway and it's like no no you have to unlock it just like the buzzard even though I I've gotten a buzzard oh yeah when that was the the ritual weapon no no you haven't gotten a new one with the origin perk so yeah you if, right. if you're thinking yeah I'm gonna go and. You know, d don't be night demon thinking I'm going to go just pick a bunch of these up because no, you're not. You have to get the new one with the new origin perk. Yeah, then, you can go, bro. Th then you can go farm for, you know, extra hung jury rolls with the rest of your engrams, but you do need to unlock it first. Mm -hmm. Yeah, Sorry, because even demon. if you don't get the roll that you wanted, as long as you've got a hung jury from this season, you can then go and throw some shards at Zavala and go, look, you give me a roll. And you, you might, what is it, the one that you wanted? Was it Rangefinder and uh, 
Kinetic Tremors and Kinetic nope. Tremors. That was it. Mine was I didn't want Rangefinder. Uh, Rangefinder falls in the same category as Kinetic oh, Tremors. Okay. I got Rapid Hit Kinetic Tremors, and I got another one that's got Subsistence mm. Kinetic Tremors. Yeah. So, so yeah, mm-hmm. it was the Kinetic Tremors that everybody was like raving about. I was like, mm-hmm. I want to see if I can get this, but I can't. So I've learned my lesson, and I've now so, missed out yeah. for the rest of the season because it's not going to be here. That's it. The last yeah. one was last week. So yeah, Bungie Foundation gave us some details about kilts for kids, and mm-hmm. Arf showed us his kilt without kids, but he has a kilt. And his kilt uh, was down. And, kids. and he probably has kilts for his kids. He probably so does. So we've come full circle. Yeah, he probably makes kilts out of his kids. So would you like to know what we're diving into this week? <laughs> what are we diving into this week? Why well, are we diving? Bungie are going to give because us Bungie highlights. Bungie says we're diving. Yeah, oh, and you say that we're going to give you highlights of the mid-season patch, but I know Parody knows the patch inside and out, and even sent me and Respawn a link that I know Respawn probably hasn't looked at. Nope. So we can have a look at that. We're going to have a look at the highlights of our recent accessibility options, but we're not because we've already done that. We had totally our did. master go through that, our Respawn master. He's told you all about how to be colorblind, how to correct the colorblindness, and how to correct your colorblind settings. So you don't need to know that. We're going to look at the community exotic weapon ornament that is coming to Destiny. The yep, next community ornament game. vote. And the last week of Iron Banner, which I'm excited about. You know, more Iron Banner. Mm-hmm. So yeah, and um, weekly Destiny movies of the week and art of the week picks. So, mid-season patch stuff. Lots of mid-season patch stuff. So, I thought that I was in one of these... Because y'all keep making fun of me about how, oh, it's funny it happens to Respawn and nobody else, right? Uh, so no, I was keeping my mouth shut about it. Because, like, my my knives were not procking the um, radiant uh, shield-popping rounds. Whenever I would go invisible, my volatile rounds were popping shields, and I was so tilted about it, Right. And right. bosses were hitting harder and this and that and the other. And I was like, you know what? I'll shut my mouth. Maybe I'm just mistiming it or whatever. Because people keep saying, oh, it's funny it always happens to you. And then later on, I saw the patch notes when, in fact, it was happening everywhere. And I was like, oh, so this whole time you spent a week kicking people offline so you could do this mid-season patch. And in the end, the mid-season patch broke, you know, fundamental game mechanics. I love it. This is This is what I live for. So for Crucible, they've removed the clash from Quick Play, and that just means that you now have control in there. So that is it. Quick Play is now just control. And they're going to split the two rotator nodes, which they already did, and they started that last week. Or, no, this week, wasn't it? It was the first week, yeah. And they started that this week with a zone control in one, and in the other we have the momentum control. So the two nodes are going to be clash, zone control, and rift. And then in the other one, is going to be Mayhem, Scorched, and Momentum Control. Now, the one that is called Relentless is going to be Clash, Zone Control, and Rift. And don't you think for two seconds that it actually goes in that order, Clash, Zone (laughs) Control, and Rift, and it doesn't rotate round either. It's not like you go into it and it rotates into those three different... No, 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 no. It is just one mode each week. So this week, we have Zone Control. And then... In the blog here, they put zone control, slash, rift, and then it goes back to clash. But don't you think that it actually does that? It does not. It goes zone control, clash, and then it'll go to rift. Whereas on the other side, whereas on the other side, 
We've got momentum control, which is also up this week. It doesn't go to Scorch. It goes back to Mayhem. So there you mm-hmm. go. So this week that we're currently we in, momentum control week. and zone control. Next week, as I've already told you in This Week in Destiny, is going to be Mayhem, Iron Banner, and Clash. Why? Why, why Mayhem and Iron Banner on the same week? Come on, Bungie. Can, can we divorce these two? I want to play no, a bunch mayhem. of Iron Banner, and I want to play a bunch of Mayhem, but but they need to be different weeks. Can we have Mayhem, Iron Banana? We should do. Yeah, we, we did in Destiny 1, so I don't see why we can't have it now. But the other thing to think about is that I know people say that they don't give enough love to PvP. They've created two another like playlist with different modes in it, so you can have one that is just... Because you've got a new map this season. <laughs> But you can you can have the you've now got like the the two rotators and then if you've got Iron Banner up or then you've got trials at the weekends when Iron Banner isn't around so the, there is a lot more PvP stuff and I know you know I think it's 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 always just going to be a work in progress isn't it because there's so many different things that they kind of need to adjust but I'm looking forward to actually dipping my toe into the two different I mean we tried this week we tried with Zone Control but nobody wanted to come and play Zone Control we sat there in a queue for a good five minutes yeah the three of us yeah i was i I was starting to wonder because because i remember when bungie was saying you know we don't want to split the population too much you know the pvp population isn't great to begin with we don't want to have a bunch of different playlists we're worried about splitting the population and now we're sitting in zone control desperately trying to find 12 guardians to play zone control it's like really really guys like it's just zone zone control control. It's, it's, it's not that serious yeah so I don't know whether this is another one of their things that if they split the, the the rotators, that they can then see who actually wants to play those game modes, and if they're not popular, they'll take them out. You know, we we tried to play your zone control, but it just wasn't having any of it this week. But uh, I mean, momentum control, fine. I, I guess mayhem and scorch will also be fine. Not sure about clash. Rift will probably be fine as well. A, a lot of people do like to play rift, but we'll see how that goes. Mm-hmm. They've also increased the respawn overshield protection in PvP, which is good. My dad uh, respawn mm-hmm. needs it. Mm-hmm. He yep. does all the time. They've introduced a seasonal ascendant emblem and stat tracker to display your current competitive competitive division, which I have seen a lot of. You know, people high up in the competitive division with this new emblem looks pretty cool. We went over mm-hmm. it a couple of weeks ago. Bungie told us about it. It's here. It looks cool. I, I really like the emblem. Will I be able to get there? Probably not, but I really like the emblem. Yeah, we, we, we can sit back, Parody, and we can go, ooh, that looks nice. <laughs> <laughs> That's pretty. Just, just, just run with Dimwig. Dimwig's already got the highest tier emblem. Oh. So run with him. There you run go. I'm gonna, yeah, I'm going to be in his backpack. He's going to yeah. be taking me to the lighthouse. And he's British. Or, so he's in as Rizwan likes to call it, the tower. Every every couple of weeks, I hear you talking about Trials of Osiris and going, I've never been to the tower. I'm going... <laughs> It's the lighthouse. Well, if I've Every never been, how do I know if it's a tower or a lighthouse? I don't know. To be fair, to be fair it, it is a tower. It is no, a it's... form of tower, so I'll give him partial credit. <laughs> it just makes me laugh. It's a tower. It's very bright. Uh, Crucible and Gambit titles and gilding are being fixed and reset. So this is if you had found that you, you could gild your title by just doing one of the triumphs, they've now fixed that. And the same with the Crucible ones, because I am not whatever it was in Crucible, but I found it and I put it on for about a week and I was like, I am a god. (laughs) 
and then I fired my gun and I got killed and I was not a god. So I took it back off and put on my Iron Lord title. Oh my god! Pop! <laughs> Never mind! Uh, trials of Osiris commendations will be blocked if you do not get other trials rewards. So I'm guessing that's if you lose, then yeah. You get nothing! You get nothing. Good day, sir. Lose. Good day, sir. Exactly. So so they, they mentioned the word gambit. Look, look, they wrote it. They, they remember it exists kind of, sort of, a little bit. Now, funny it's thing it. about Gambit is that I, I know it, it's whispers at the moment, but from every kind of podcast and YouTube video that has mentioned the We Shall Not Be Named like, playlist, they say it's good at the moment. And they don't know, because people have been away from it for so long, they don't know whether this was that it was good from the start of Lightfall because nobody's played it. Or it's there's been a patch somewhere along the line from Lightfall to now that it's actually good. I even heard Hazel talk about it on the Guardian Down podcast saying it's oh. good now. And he doesn't like it. And it's I believe always, that they, they were talking about it on the last word podcast as well. It's always been good. We've been trying See, to tell people, but nobody listens to us. Everybody. It's, it's good. Is it because of Strand? Has Strand made the game? Strand does good? help out a lot. Strand is phenomenal for ad clear and ad control. It's really good. Strand is loads of fun, but I mean, and so we're shrapping dead people's really chests. So. so you're saying that I need to become a gambiteer by the end of the season? Need is a strong yeah, word. Especially once, once the shoot to loot. Uh, once you can shoot to loot your your heavy your ammo boxes and the oh yeah heavy ammo yeah, and your orbs orbs and, and the heavy orbs. ammo boxes you don't yep. even need to run to the other side of the gambit map you can be like you've cleared the side let me shoot that ammo and then let me go back to what I was doing but the problem is the ammo box is a box it's not just ammo on the ground so you still have to interact with the box no parody thinks he can just shoot the box no no they they, they told me in the shoot they, to loot he might change, be right they told me to shoot the loot change. I can shoot the heavy ammo box. That's what they told me. <laughs> Whether it'll work, who knows? It'll work in Gambit, double who knows. But they said it, it would work. I could shoot the box. Yeah, you sure did say that. So for our Vanguard Ops, uh, they've tuned the difficulty in the Heist Battlegrounds preset in the Vanguard Nightfall playlist. And defeating Tormentors now provides revive tokens like Champions and Hive Guardians in some activities. Some activities. Not all, just some. And don't forget, double XP in the Vanguard playlist next week, which also means double XP in the Nightfall playlist. Nice. Too bad it's not double drops, though. If you don't want to play Iron Banner like Respawn, you can go and sit in the Vanguard playlist, go and get your Ecliptic Distaff Glaive. I got that one. Yay. I got it. You don't need it. So what, what I'm hearing from you is that you need to go play Iron Banner next week. I don't think I'll have a choice. Lately, my brother and Micah keep dragging me into it. So There you go. Good good times, then. No, it's not good times. Now, something that has also peaked... Also something that's peaked a lot of people's interest this week from a lot of YouTube videos that I've seen. They've increased the damage of the following weapon types against red bar and orange bar enemies in PvE. Auto rifles parody. Did you know this? You did? Oh, I absolutely did. did. It's cool. I've seen so many auto rifle videos this week that uh, I think I just kind of stuck to Destiny Fun Police this week for his videos. It was Cerberus Plus One. Did you know this gun existed? <laughs> and it is now good in PvE and PvP. You mentioned like, one you can't get anymore, though, man. That, that's what upset me. The um, 
The one that as you fire it faster, it does less damage. Breakneck. Breakneck from Gambit a million seasons ago. Mm -hmm. Yeah, you can't even acquire it anymore. He's like, guys, y'all are sleeping on this. Yeah, because you can't get it! Well, no, new players can't get it, but if you no, were around and has it, yeah, I have it. I told you about. I told you about it before Destiny Fun Police. I told you I was using it. Nine Man has like, got it. Yeah, ages ago. Yeah, it, but there's the also gnawing, my gnawing hunger, even better than it was before. It's beautiful. Is it? Yeah, it has a twenty-five percent PVE damage boost. Yeah, yeah. Now I can take those ninety-six bullets and do twenty-five percent more damage with each and every bullet. What's not to love? My dude, I need to bring you into a raid because you know what? What's 96 bullets against 140 that keep reloading itself as you fire? Uh, I don't know. If I'm going to the raid, though, I'm bringing the Quicksilver Storm that got this patch and got its 40% PvE Absolutely. damage boost. Give it bring back it. to it. It's good. And not only that, but it's rockets. I don't know if it's rockets or bugged right now, but it's rockets are doing so much. Not rockets, sorry. The grenades are doing so much flipping damage right now. I mean, I, I'm erring on the side of caution, saying that it's probably bugged, but God, it's it's really good. So you want to bring that? Go right on ahead. <laughs> Not even going to fight you on it. Another good auto rifle that is doing quite well is the Fire Fright, which was one of the craftable weapons, I believe it was from when we had Season of the Haunted. Mm -hmm. So this is a 450 auto rifle that can be crafted if you already did it i don't know if you can get it now or where to go get it now but destiny fun police did have a video on it and it kind of works a bit like the breakneck so if you can craft it to the point that you can get the adagio perk on it which is after defeating a target this weapon fires more slowly but it uh, does increase damage that's the opposite of a breakneck <laughs> no but it, it fires slower that's but it does more damage opposite. i yeah yes but the breakneck fires faster and does more dps but overall does yeah. less damage per round exactly but yeah he was he was popping off in crucible with this and I, as i said i will drop those videos it's in destiny here. fun police of course he is i know i know he he's a good player but he's a very good player We've also had so, pulse rifles, hand cannons, and sidearms getting 20%, and scout yeah. rifles get 10%, and this is in PvE. Oh, come on. What? 10%? Really? Yeah, you don't, you don't need them doing any more for now. Yeah, you, you, you kind of do. See, Bungie explained it the other day. I don't know if you saw that, Twab, but they're talking about, like, the reason we don't mess with scout rifles too much is because scout rifles, people use as a safety net, you know, hang back and shoot somebody you know, and not die, so you know, they don't want to use, they don't want it to continue to be a safety net, that's why they don't really buff them as yeah. much as they should, yeah. but I mean you let me have my safety net you know what I'm saying? Like, why can't I have a safety net? You can it's, why called, not? it's called a Titan Barricade Yeah, okay that's not a safety net. It is or, or, or avoid it's over the Titan no, because you're hiding behind it. something, but you're not doing any damage to anything while you're hiding behind it, unless you got the Saiten's ramparts on. But that's a different story, you know. So no, I mean, let me have. I mean, even if I don't have like a safety net, right? There are just some scout, uh, scout rifles out there. I just enjoy using. Randy's throwing knife is coming back, right? That's a really oh, good scout rifle. I would right. love to use that scout rifle. You know, no one's talking you. You know, the Hong Jury is a good scout rifle with a good roll on it right now. I'd love to use that in more than you, just you can. some selected activities. Yeah, but after this buff, everything else is going to be significantly more powerful. 25% more powerful, and the scout rifle's 10. Why? 
We're not going to use them in CQC, you know, situations. Give them the buff that everybody else gets. You're not going to compete with the auto rifle and the scout rifle from a million miles away. You're going to kill me with a scout rifle before my bullet from my auto rifle get there. Yes, in PvP, you're correct. In PvE, it's not the case. Their weapons don't have damage fall off. They're shooting purple eyeball jizz at you until you die, you know? What is this dying you speak of? Uh-huh. <laughs> Somebody clearly hasn't done enough Grandmasters. <laughs> correct. I, I've done zero. But this is but this is where I will I will point you to, unless 19 minutes is already going to point you to this, uh, how to get all old craftable weapons to start prepping now from Astacross, who put out a video mm-hmm. this week, where how to get, you know, if you're, if you're like, oh, the fire fright, what's the fire fright? Where does it come from? It comes from Season of the Haunted. So, uh, yeah. And he, he goes through the list of, you know, what they are, where they come from, and uh, weapons were sure where you can get them, not sure where you can get them. And so if you're trying to figure out where to get these, uh, here you go. Eight minutes and three seconds of uh, hunting down old weapons. And really, there's so many good auto rifles. The Amit, the Amit, the Fire Fright, there's lots of good options out there. Mm-hmm. Or just go and into the and say, what's sitting in oh, there? Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah, that's what I'm saying. It's craftable. It can roll with incandescent. Like, you can do lots of fun stuff with it. Yeah. And, and like, Astacross made a full video about this. But giving him credit where it's due, he's usually really good about telling you when something's going to go away, you know? Or when a weapon is really good, get it now because you don't know if you'll have an opportunity again, right? He's usually really good about those kinds of things. So a lot of these weapons that he was telling you how to hang on to, if you look back, he's already done at least one video on these before, you know? So this video is important, yeah, but, I mean, just in general, he kind of keeps you up to date on these kinds of things. If you're Yeah, but if you're new to the game, info. you know, you've only just, only just got it for your birthday or something, or you're, you're playing the free-to-play yeah. model. Yeah, and ask the cross for information. You're listening to uh, us. Plunder the booty for builds. Uh, two Titans and a Hunter for your entertainment and your news. And Ebontis um, uh, for give me a step by step of what I'm going to encounter running through this mission. Yeah. See, that's all you need to know. You're, the four channels you need to pay attention to. But, and cheese uh, forever because cheese see. is applicable to all things and delicious. True. Yeah. And speaking Game of cheese, exploits are always fun. Speaking of cheese. I'm. I. I was sure that I was going to hear rage from you this week, regarding the cheese that he put out. I, uh, I haven't seen anything yesterday. Well, no, it's it was patched very very quickly. Okay, that answers my question. <laughs> I, I almost, I almost ran screaming and sending this to to respawn. I was like, by the time I do, they're going to patch it. And sure enough, it yeah, it was very very fast. I think six hours. Oh. He posted what was it. it? I think he posted it first thing in the morning for you guys, and it took them until like yeah. the reset, and they went, "No, no, no, this is not happening." What was it? It, it was another one of those glitches where you could use glimmer to buy an ornament. Oh, that yeah, a piece no, of gear, dismantle in, it, and you infinite get infinite shard farm. Yeah, with with the macro to do it on a PC. Yeah, I. You could the, by the time I got off work that farm. day, it was already patched, so yeah. I, I didn't know about that. Yeah. Yeah, that's why. No, that's why earlier when you said uh, Bungie just wants to take our fun away, I was like, yeah, I agree, hundred <laughs> percent. That was one of the things that came to my mind was is that right there. And you know? I know we'll we'll probably get onto it in a second, but they they did talk about in the patch the farm for the duality dungeon where you could kind of bait the boss off the edge of the map and mm. he would just die. 
is now been fixed and now he just respawns back up at the top and you have to actually go through the thing and i was listening to the last word podcast and they were saying that they really enjoyed doing that farm because it was it was quicker i mean it's always going to be quicker but it was quicker to do it that way to kill the boss and get mm -hmm. the um artifice armor now the, the artifice armor if, if you're not aware about it is it gives you an extra slot on your armor piece and this extra slot gives you a chance to add more resilience recovery uh super etc etc uh only a small amount but it gives you that extra bump sometimes that you might need you see it's a small amount overall if you have every piece of armor that's 15 points 15 yeah. points you can yeah. play with that's a lot yeah. Yeah, plus three in every slot, or, you know, even if you just have the class item, that's an extra three points you can throw towards something. You can yeah. make that 97 100, or make your 98 101, make sure you're getting that full resilience mm -hmm. or recovery or whatever it is you're trying to max out. So, yeah. And, yeah, I mean, they were saying that if they'd have, I think they got quite a few drops. I think they, I can't remember exactly, but we're talking like plus 20 drops for doing that farm. And they were saying that if they'd have had to have done that, because you have to do it on the master version of that dungeon to get oh, yeah. the artifice armor to drop. And they said if they'd have taken the time and actually done the encounter properly, that they would have just, you know, killed themselves because it just would have been so demoralizing. It's also, it's also the drops too. Micah, no, yeah, that's, that's the, the, yeah. use the cheat. And even using the cheat, we, we did it so many times and only got a couple of pieces of artifice armor. And even then, the rolls were crap. So that, imagine doing this whole about, yeah. master activity, right? And you don't even get high stat rolls guaranteed, right? You don't get the stat roll at least guaranteed by your ghost with the extra 10 in the slot. That's not even guaranteed. And it's not even guaranteed you're going to get a piece of armor. We got weapons over and over and over and over and over and over again before we got hardly any armor, man. It's, it was dumb. That's you know? what they were saying, that they were completely demoralized by the fact that the armor that they were getting was in the low 60s now yep. with artifice armor you want it to kind of be in the high 60s decent roles as well and i think that's where bungie kind of still keep missing the mark on if you've got this you know master dungeon and you're putting the time and the effort and these things aren't easy to do which is why the when these farms come up yeah. people are kind of clapping their hands going yes i, I really want to do that uh -huh. you know bungie I know it's hard to say, you know, don't patch the things like the, the infinite shard glitch that we had yesterday, well, but they, they take that bit of fun of people actually going into the duality dungeon and farming. And well, I think if, if they'd have looked at it and gone, okay, we're going to take that out, but we are going to bump up the armor to reflect that, you know, if you do go through it and you do complete that activity and you get an armor piece of drop, the minimum that it, this is going to be dropping at is 65 minimum yes. you know and and your ghost mod should have some say in that too yeah uh, things yeah. like that i yeah, think like the armor how you have your ghost set up mm -hmm. and i think what's also frustrating as a destiny player is that when when you see these things come up and they just go right we've patched this we've done this we've done that they're not i know they're quite open and honest with they give us a lot of information but i think some of the things that they they skip on giving information on like the duality dungeon if they'd have just put that Yes, we, we've patched that cheese. You won't be able to do that anymore. He, you know, he, he spawns back up at the top. But in give themselves a time frame. Next month, 
two months, three months. In the next couple of months, we will be working on making sure that the artifice armor that you get from those dungeons will be high stat rolls and X plus Y, you know, kind of thing. I think because they don't say that extra little bit at the end, it frustrates the Destiny players. They're like, well, you've patched our fun, but you've not actually... Well, that's, that's, it's not know, just that helped. frustrates the players. Like, yeah. like, okay, it took them how long to fix that, right? And yet you still have man cannons in the raid that will yeah. send you below the platform you need to be on or will sling you into a wall and kill you even though they said physics can't kill you anymore and or, you know, shoot you off to the left. Like, how does a man cannon shoot you to the left, right? How's yeah. that even a thing, you know? And especially for warlocks. Warlocks are especially bugged when it comes to these uh, Ron man cannons, right? Yet that's still broken. But the patch, uh, the, the, the farm, oh, that was fixed immediately, right? So that's what's incredibly infuriating is the things that break the game. That make, I mean, th for people that play a lot of raids, when new people come in, there's a lot of bugs in the raid, and, and veterans like me will say, well, believe it or not, you're not fighting the raid mechanics as much as you're fighting the bungee bugs, you know? Because stuff bugs out all the time. You have, like, these these little nuts in this raid, it, it, it looks like a little chestnut, right? But when you run up to it, it's got a little chestnut, you shoot the chestnut, and then it's it's got a light pointing where you need to go next, right? But when you run up to it, the light beam is there, but the chestnut doesn't exist it's just not there it's not yeah. tangible you can shoot there all you want but it's just not there now maybe 20 seconds later it might show up but that's 20 seconds now where this boss is about to do his white mechanic because i couldn't shoot the nut because it wasn't there you know that happens multiple times every day during the raid and that's still broken you know it's the because Bungie it, focuses it, on things that i mean it's mean ask across the said it we've said it so many times so many YouTubers say, but Bungie absolutely patches the things that benefit the players far faster and far more frequently than the things that... And I'm sorry, I'm, I'm aggravated, I'm emotional, but I've had to fight this crap all the time, man. Sorry. No, but would it appease you slightly if Bungie actually came out and said a bit more about it and said, look, we understand this, we are working on this, we can't give you a time frame, but... It is something that we're looking at. Just a little bit of information like that, just to kind of help alleviate some of that frustration. Would that help? If you're talking about bugs in general, possibly. Regarding this specific bug where you can't farm the, the masters anymore, yeah. what they need to do is they need to make that like Grandmaster Nightfalls. You're guaranteed the weapon drop at the end. Guaranteed. You know you're going to get the hung jury or the shotgun if you manage to beat it. Now, you also know you're going to get a ton of exotic stuff. You're going to get the golf balls and the shards and exotic armor pieces, right? Those are randomized. You don't, you don't know which one of those you're going to get, right? But you know how a couple patches ago they said you're guaranteed X, Y, and Z for completing yeah. Grandmaster or Nightfalls in general on these settings, right? What if I'm going to go into a dungeon and I complete it on Master? I should guarantee for each, for each um, encounter I do, I should be guaranteed... That encounters armor drop. The weapon drop could be, you know, whatever, right? But if I'm there to farm artifice armor, I need to know I'm going to get the artifice armor. Or if it's not going to be a guaranteed weapon drop or armor drop, when I do get an armor drop, it better be guaranteed high stat armor, you know? They need to have some kind of guarantee in there. That way I'm not wasting my time getting high 50s, low 60s rolls with 
with freaking 30 mobility and 10 and 20 intellect on an armor piece. Who's going to use that? You yeah, know, that's, I mean, that, that's the problem with all of this master. I mean, even, even the, again, you know, I use the Abantus cheese or, you know, the, the cheese he posted to do a master, uh, you know, st- uh, story mission from Lifefall. You know, would I have ever done that on my own? No. And I still never will because at the end of it, I, I literally never- did it. <laughs> well, 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 the thing is, at the end of it, I literally did it just for the triumphs. That's the only reason I even bothered to try it, because at the end, I got a sixty-two rolled piece of armor for an eighteen forty master level activity. And if Ooh. you were doing that on, I don't know how you get through that. I mean, again, I'm, I'm like eighteen twenty-ish on the season. I, I wouldn't so, play. I had so, to put the controller down, walked away. Yeah, yeah, no, no. Like, if I weren't invulnerable for three quarters of that mission. <laughs> I, I, I honestly, God, do not know how you survive that. I do not know how you get through that activity. And then at the end of it, to get—I mean, yes, like I got the ascendant shard, like you know, I got the I got the end game materials. But then to get a sixty-two rolled armor piece as my reward, I'm going. Why? If I had done this legitimately, I would be so angry. And, and I agree with you entirely on the armor farm. I jumped into it with blue screen and then pan a couple different times. Just it really, uh, you know, I, I was trying to get at least an artifice, you know, artifice uh, bond for the warlock and then, you know, Titan Mark, at least at least to get that piece of artifice, because that at least it doesn't matter what the roles on it are, because there aren't any. I just get plus three stats to anything and I can throw it onto every loadout I have. Because the other armor I got, there was maybe one other piece and we got, I don't know, like 15 or 20 armor drops. But yeah, most of them were garbage. Most of them were low rolled, you know, terrible splits. It's like, why? Like, like, I mean, if something's like a 65 or 66 or something, I'm going to keep it. You know, if something's super spiky is, it's got like, you know, a 25 or a 30 in a, in a slot, in a slot, I'm going to keep it. Cause I'm like, Hey, at least I can throw you in here and have D2 armor picker. Tell me where this might fit. But there was nothing that was worth keeping. Like, like to, to sit and do this legitimately, the reward is absolutely not there. That's the only reason why like GMs are the only like true, like end game, non raid activity. I, I even consider doing unless, unless there is a cheese or a bug or an exploit because the reward is just not there for doing it. It's like, Oh, you've done this. Congratulations. You, you get absolutely nothing out of this. You care about or want to use. Yeah. And that's why I was and so was, upset. Cause that, that was an actual role. I got 30 mobility and 20 yeah. intellect. Yeah. But I mean, but I mean, at least you're a hunter, like mobility means something to you. I, I get high mobility rolls on my Titan. I'm going, this is absolute garbage. Why would I ever not, use this? Not in this season, dude. I just need 70 and I have a hundred. Well, right. Yeah. Yeah. But I mean, at least, at least that could be considered a good hunter role. Like not for, not for now, but at least in, at least, the, at not least, the intellect know, things... part, but yeah. Okay. I well, can well, see right. where you're coming yeah, from. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I mean, I mean to have 30 on a single piece and then you could, you know, you could, you could have that, you could have 40 mobility from that armor piece alone. If you masterwork it. So, I mean, like if you're doing a build like that could at least give you some piece of it, but yeah, but, but it's just, it's not worth it. And as far as like, you know, the shard farm, like, obviously I saw that. I was like, they're going to patch this as soon as they're able to. Yeah. I also wonder a little bit because we're in a world. And again, you know, this is not to let Bungie off the hook because Bungie has always done this. They've patched the things we've enjoyed. They've patched the exploits. Remembering all the way back to when you could pick up the, the, uh, the delirium, hundred percent delirium, thousand percent delirium. Yeah, okay. a ritual weapon from the Drifter that night even one day sent me a message, message and was like, hey, if you have this to pick up, you can pick it up and dismantle it and pick it up and dismantle it infinitely and just get charged of materials for it. So I did that a whole bunch of times and they patch it very quickly. Uh-huh. Um, I'm almost wondering if since we're in a world where we're playing with people on PC now, because, you know, the hey, here's a shard farm. Great. You know, it's not a great thing for Bungie just to begin with. 
And here's the macro to set it up on your PC to do AFK. <laughs> I wonder if that's part of what, when they're like, listen, if you as a player want to sit here, pick up dismantle, pick up dismantle, you know, you're still investing the time to sit there and do that on your controller. You know, not great, but fine. You know, there's only, there's a, there's a finite number of these you're going to be able to do if, you, if you're sitting here actively engaging. If I can set up a macro and walk away to do it AFK, I almost wonder if that's, that's awesome, dude. <laughs> right, but I but I wonder if that raises the priority of because that's a thing you can do because we're in a world where people are playing on PC. If that makes the the need to fix it, if they're going, no, we need to do this because we can't have people walking around with two million shards because it's going to break the economy. Now, is it a problem for the player? No, absolutely not. Is well, the it the problem from Bungie's right, perspective? Economy yes. short right now. Ask the cross the other day. You saw it was like right. the other day. I was down to thirty legendary shards. Ask the cross, dude. I dude, last right. time I checked, like. 30,000 legendary shards, you know? It's just, yeah. the shards are hard to come by, content. But yeah, to put it in perspective, I actually did sit down for, I think, about an hour and do that just before reset. And I think I only generated about, uh, about 2,000 shards. And it, it was a lot of effort. It was like, go and pick up the... the the, um, yeah, pick pick up nine of these marks. Or, yeah, or, or, or eight of these yeah. marks. You dismantle them. Do it again. Dismantle. Yeah, again. Like if you're sitting and putting in the effort, like again, like if you're gonna sit there and sit there at the game and do the do the control and do the exploit. I mean, in my head, it's like fine. Yeah, you're gonna get some out of that, but it's gonna only you know, what's two thousand in the scheme of things? Not really anything. If you're able to sit here and set up a macro, walk away and have twenty thousand or you know whatever in that same time frame, or you know. You know, in that six hours it was available, you're able to get however many tens of thousands. Right. You know, it, it's 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 more of an exploitable exploit because hey, here's the auto hotkey thing to set up and let this macro run run instead of instead of forget it. You know, you know. Again, I wish Bungie would be less quick to fix these things. Uh-huh. And again, because the, because they're exploits, they're simple things they can do. Oh, let's just disable this thing. Like they're easy fixes too. Like that's part of the thing is, it's oftentimes an easy fix to fix this thing that we're enjoying, you know, the, the pushing the guy off the, uh, the ledge that was going to require them to put a fix into the game, but that activity is also on a rotation. So they're like, at the end of the day, there's, there's a finite end to when this, you know, people can do this like the shard farm. It's like, we need to do something about this now because you can do this forever until we take action. Right. So I don't know. I just, again, you know, I, I wish they wouldn't be so quick to fix these things, but I also just wonder if, because we're in the world of PCs, and and they've already said, I mean, they've said it more than once, you know, we hate, you know, we don't want you to AFK farm. We want you to play the game. And because yeah, that's the thing well, you can do. Why don't you fix the damn bugs that, that we hate in the game, right? Well, I mean, I mean, they're working. I mean, I mean, we just got a big giant patch. They're working on lots of this stuff. And that's the thing. It's like, again, simple things to fix. Hey, let's dismantle this or let's stop people from picking up this cloak. Harder things to fix. The physics interaction between characters and the man cans and the thing like I'm sure they're working on it. it. Would be nice. It would be nice if we sort of knew what they were working on. I doubt it. Because like, look, look at some of the old ways. Look at King's Fall. Look at uh, the Garden of Salvation. There's still there's just a buggy as hell too. Every single raid is buggy, dude. You know, different things do different. Uh, there's different bugs in different raids, but every raid you know is going to be buggy, just flat out. You know. Well, yeah. Well, there's bugs whenever everything's going to be buggy. It's software. Software is buggy. Well, I mean, they don't take as much. They don't weight those bugs as much as they weight something that would benefit the player. Now, this exploit, I get what you're saying. This is an economy exploit. Okay, fine, right? Let's let's submit. It's a it's an economy exploit. That's why they kinked it, right? But farming a master dungeon to get artifice armor, they didn't have to fix that. 
at all, ever. You know, just know that when that rotation comes up in another four or five weeks, you can farm that artifice armor. Not that big a deal. You know, as a matter of fact, people, you might encourage people to come play that activity because they know they can farm that activity. They're going to be playing that activity instead of going somewhere else and doing something else on a different game. You know, they didn't have to fix that, but they did. You know, what, they weight what? things that benefit us heavier than the things that don't. And that, bar none, is my biggest scrape with Bungie. What I'd actually like to see for the dungeons is what you kind of get at the end of the raid where you get that flag in the ground and you get to choose what you want from that list so if you've unlocked it in that raid you get to choose using your spoils but i'd like to see that in the master dungeons after every Mm. encounter you can go to the flag and you can go right from this encounter sorry from this encounter because there's only certain well, things you can get. That, that would be too much. Maybe no, one no, no. flag no, no. at the end from of the every, No, from every encounter, mm. I think, because every encounter has different things that you can pick up, so it has different set of weapons and different set of armor, you can go to that flag and you can go, right, I, I've earned this previously, but I would like to get this. And then you click on that and you go, right, I want one of these as my reward because giving you a choice of what you can get rather than getting frustrated that you're not getting like the armor that you want you want the artifice armor so it'll give you a chance a, a guaranteed chance that if you pick the artifice armor like say that first encounter was helmets i believe you could get helmets um or you could get the fusion rifle and you get the choice so you actually get to pick what thing you want so if you are trying to get the red bordered weapons you get a chance at doing that. If you just want to do the artifice armor, you get a chance at just picking that. And it's guaranteed to be a high stat roll, and it's you, you get to choose. I think you should implement this going forward with the new dungeon that we've got next season, and then future raids and dungeons. I think if you're doing a master version, there should be more choice for you to actually you get the reward you want. And the high stat roll. Like the Sorry? raid does too? Well, the raid, no, you have I to think... have a currency to do that, right? No, you that, have raid spoils. No, so... that's, that's your reward at the end that you get mm-hmm. to go, right, I've gone through this whole raid, I've collected all my rewards, and now I've got to the end and I go, right, I want to see if I can get another roll at this or I want to get something of this. Sure. This is, this is you know, there's a flag. It says you get a choice of this is what's available at this encounter. You get a choice, weapon or armor piece. If you choose armor piece, it's guaranteed to be a high stat roll and it's guaranteed, you know, to be that item that you want you get a choice mm-hmm. rather than just go it's random i i think going forward there should be more you get what you want uh, we can't guarantee you the role you can try and influence the role with your ghosts and things like that but sure. or, or like the, the weapons and things just i think that's what it needs to be going forward i would like that too i mean it, it, at the end of any master level activity or raid they should have that option. Yeah. Now, the part where I disagree is it shouldn't happen after every encounter. I think just like a raid, you get to the end and you can pick because you're going to get drops out of every chest on the way anyway, right? Might not be what you want, but you're going to get drops. At the very end, that is your one opportunity at the end for making it that far to pick what you want. I think that's more reasonable in the eyes of Bungie and the player base than at, at the end of every encounter, you get to pick what you want. That's asking a little much. Even raids don't do that. You know, but I do agree with you. At the end of any master level content, there should be a chest that you can open up and get to pick what you want, including trials in that instance, right? 
Because trials, when you go there, yeah, you get a chance at an adept weapon. But if you have, let's say, trials currency or trials ingrams or whatever, or ingrams and legendary shards, you should be able to pick one item out of there. Hey, I didn't get the roll I wanted on this immortal. I'm going to go to the chest. I'm going to pick another immortal adept to see if I can get a better roll on it. I think that should be a thing for trials as well. You know? So at the end of any master level activity, they should have that mechanic. The fact that it's only in the raid is weird, I think. You know, I think you're onto something, and I think they should do that. And I think that would make every part of the player base, PvP, PvE, doesn't matter, a little happier to do some of the end level content. I think. Well, I've got I've got some good news for you because you can go to scene 14 right now, and if you have the adept weapon from this week from the lighthouse. You can go and pick up additional versions from Saint 14 and say, "Give me the same adept weapon, or give me this other trials weapon over and over again." Oh, so it's so it's sort of there for trials. I mean, I mean, I mean, to your <laughs> point, I mean, but also, I mean, but like they, but like they just added this, like so, like you know, Bungie has heard you and implemented this. What I would like to see, because there's nothing again, if I'm going to farm a master activity, and I get a, I get a helmet, and then I get a helmet, and then I get a helmet. You know what I'd like to get? Something besides <laughs> the helmet, maybe. Yeah. So, you know, you know, just to sort of find like a happy medium between the give me a choice every chest. You know, at, at the end of the activity, because I think the end chests are those like the is that the entire loot pool? And if not, Bungie, make it the entire loot pool. Any weapon and armor that can come from this activity, make it available in that final chest. Then when I get there, let me pick, hey, here's the thing I want, or at least, you know, you know, give me the option of what I've already gotten. On my way to that, as I'm beating the other bosses, give me something that I have not received. At least let me unlock it in collections. Yeah. At least let me get the helmet and then the arm, you know, let me work my way through and at least have all of these available to me. You know, maybe they're not the best role, maybe they're not whatever, but at least let me unlock it so I have it. So then I can go back and replay. Then I can get to that final chest or whatever or use my currency and get more of these roles. If I'm trying to get a decent, you know pair of arms let me go farm those pair of arms once they're unlocked versus well first i have to try to unlock the things which could be now or it could be sometime next year when you finally drop me a pair of arms that you just refuse to hand me because there's nothing more infuriating than like again you know we were farming the the artifice armor and it was like helmet 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 weapon (laughs) helmet it's like guys there's four other armor pieces you could give me i mean any one of these would be fine as opposed to four garbage helmets again if i'm doing this you know activity legitimately and i'm spending the time and the hours to do this giving me the same garbage roll over and over again is i mean the garbage roll notwithstanding the same exact garbage roll is even more infuriating yeah it sounds pretty bad yeah oh we shake ryan through ron and ryan's like cool i got a butt cape <laughs> right and then we go to the secret chest which is I'm a repeat done. chest right and he goes man they give me another butt cape this game sucks i hate buzzy i'm like dude it's a repeat chest if all you've got is a butt cape, <laughs> you got to get the butt cape, right? So then we go to the third, we go to the next encounter, and I forgot what he gets, but he wasn't happy about it. And then we go to the repeat chest, and he got, are you ready? Another butt, Another cape. butt cape. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> and then we get to the boss, and we know the boss can drop anything. So we get to the boss, we kill the boss, and the boss drops him. Are you ready? Butt cape. Another butt cape. <laughs> he got yep. four. See that? Four that, butt capes in one that, run. It, that is exactly the experience. Like, like again, the repeat chest, I understand. Fine. Repeat chest, I have to have it unlocked. So let me unlock things to have yeah. options. Not just, here is the same helmet. Here is the same butt cape. Here is the same bond. Here is the same arms I'm getting every single time. Right. Oh, that was so funny. 
he he was real mad too. And right after that, he was bugging me to go to Vog because he ain't done Vog since D one. And we go to Vog, and he gets the Vex the on the first run. No, <laughs> I'm just like as penance for the bunk capes. It's yeah. ridiculous. <laughs> anyway, oh, that's uh, what's what do we have left? Missed or resolved oh. issues? Is that where we are? Uh, no, we, we have other important changes. They uh, added the capability to upgrade your Root of Nightmare Adept weapons with enhanced traits. Well, also, heard, they, um, okay, so let me tell you how that works. I was going to say, so that's I've heard from the that there's an issue. <laughs> super great, super perfect, super wonderful. No, no issues, 10 out of 10. Good. Oh, for issues. No. no. Oh, okay. <laughs> All right, so for example, here I have a Root versus Fury Adept right here, right? You can see there's this fourth slot. So you know the slot we usually get, like, on a red border weapon, there's that fourth slot, and you go to the fourth slot, and you get the red border progress. Uh-huh, well, the death weapons mm-hmm. have a fourth slot, right? And it's called an enhancement socket. And what happens mm-hmm. is you can choose to spend 12 spoils of conquest, 5,000 glimmer, 26 legendary shards, and 20 enhancement cores. 20 cores. enhancement cores. Right, it's a, a lot of cores you got there, sir. To to um to uh masterwork and enhance this weapon, but the enhancement is the tricky part. So when you enhance it, it's going to give you a stability masterwork, right? So it gives you a masterwork based on what you've already got. So you can't choose your masterwork, right? It's also going to let you choose your first two two um perks right so the barrel and the magazine you can choose that out of the whole list right kind of cool the second two perks arguably the most important ones you don't get to pick it is these two perks you've already got in my case pugilist and paracausal affinity and i can just choose to enhance these two perks that's all you can do so you can't change these. You can only enhance these. You can't change your masterwork. And the only thing you can change is your barrel and your magazine perk. So if I'm spending 20 enhancement cores, amongst other things, I think that I should be able to choose all of these perks and not just the first two. You know what I mean? Or at least unlock well, it so I can take it to the forge on whatever the hell that is now. <laughs> and then forge like a forge everything else, right? You know? Well, that but Bungie, Bungie, th- th- this is exactly what Bungie said. These are not fully craftable weapons. They're saying you can take the role you got and improve the role by enhancing the perks, but you can't mm-hmm. fully craft it. Like, I mean, this is to be fair, exactly what they said they were going to deliver they in the it, future. Yeah, it's expensive as hell, dude. 12, 12 mm-hmm. spoils of conquest and 20 enhancement cores. That's incredibly expensive. Twelve enhancement cores. That's two and a half activities you got to run. Well, I mean, I mean, you have adept raid weapons. You probably run an activity or two. I mean, I'm not arguing with you that it's expensive. <laughs> like, like you're not wrong. It's expensive, but also, like, how many, how many of these weapons are you taking? How many, how many root of nightmare adept weapons are you enhancing? Just the one roll, if you get it. But here's the thing: I've spent well, well, three hundred one, spo- one, one, one roll. You're good then. Three hundred spoils to try to get a better roll. And yet, out of 300 spoils, it's 25 per reroll for a uh, for an adept weapon, by the way. It's 20 to reroll a normal weapon, 25 spoils to reroll an adept. So 25, so that's 12 weapons I got, right, out of 300 spoils. And the best roll I could get was Pugilist and Paracausal. I got none, 
with um, Reconstruction. I got none with Rewind. None of that. 300 spoils. It's, it's, I'm salty about it, yes, because in order to even access the ability to re-roll an adept weapon, you have to beat the raid on hard, right? Because even if you beat the raid and you have adept weapons, when you go to Rufus's glaive to purchase, you cannot re-roll an adept on normal mode. You have to beat normal mode, and you have to re-roll on, on hard mode. And even then, that's if somebody, like what happened to me before, doesn't pull you to orbit first. <laughs> so what I'm hearing is it's not worth my time to go raiding, so I shouldn't waste my time raiding and just enjoy the weapons I have. No, no, it's that's, absolutely... That's all I'm hearing now. <laughs> amazing, dude. And with these weapons, I love this raid's weapons because of the harmonic resonance perk. Because harmonic resonance, the more of these weapons you put on the stronger the weapons get. Right? Okay. Yeah. So by having three weapons, I've, I've increased the power of all my equipped weapons because I have three weapons with harmonic resonance on them. But what if I just have six butt capes instead? Does that work the same way? That's not going to help much. <laughs> <laughs> Can I wear them as pants? Can I put them on for arms instead? And <laughs> And this race armor is horrific anyway. I don't know if you've taken the time to look at it, but the warlock has three mm -hmm. arms on the yeah, same yeah. side. Uh-huh. And oh, it's, it's it's good times. What's wrong with that? My OCD goes nuts whenever I see a warlock wearing this armor, dude. I hate that armor. <laughs> if you're going to give them four arms, put two on each side. Why do you have to put three on one side, Bungie? Why do you have to do that? And they're not even functioning arms. Their arms are holding these potion-like teardrop things. They don't even do anything. They're just there. Okay. Whatever. Sorry. I didn't design it. Don't get excited about it. Oh, I'm very flustered, man. But and then but, re and then, but respawn, don't worry. You can, you can once again collect your exotic glaive pattern from the evidence board, which has been bugged since the beginning of time. So see, there is a long-standing bug that Bungie fixed. Can you know? I don't know if you can. I, yeah, I, I mean, they certainly say you can. I I don't care about exotic glaives, but alleged, you know, they, they say they finally fixed it. And also, there's a best dress combination oh, if you had noticed. Ooh. Yes. Which I have um, gotten a lot of those. Which I don't know if I should be happy or sad about, but I'm um, I'm choosing to be happy about it because uh, why not? Yeah, I I thought it was pretty cool until until demon said it was weighed the least i'm like suck no no i i just yeah. used that on noble because noble upset me because uh, i'd upset him first so i just got back at him and said right that's it you're getting best dressed that's it at the end you're not getting anything else you you weren't helpful you weren't fun you're just getting best dressed <laughs> you, you just look good doing it see yeah. the game is made up and the points don't matter as long as i'm getting you're points you're calling it a win anything you know that right to, and, and to be happy, I'm honestly just glad I have a third commendation to hand out. Because if I'm if I'm playing sixes in PvP, I, I just want to hand out commendations. Because everyone's trying to get the stupid things to you know do their rank or get their drops or whatever. I just want to give them more commendations. If I'm playing Gambit, I have one to give all three of my teammates, and that makes me happy. Mm -hmm. Now I don't have to go. You get one, you get one, and screw you, you get nothing. Because that's that, and nobody wants that. Hold on, I'm currently ten. What do I need for eleven? Do I even need that stuff? You do. Bungie also wants to tell us all about the, the accessibility changes that we've already gone over. So, There's uh, no point, because Respawn has told us that, and told us how it's yeah. going to improve his gameplay. 
He's going to be able to shoot things in the face right now. Well, I don't know about improving gameplay, but it sure would have helped me see things. That's for sure. Respawn, do you love your herbalist? Do you use it every day? Do you look at it lovingly? Did you forget that we'd already voted on this and this was coming in the game? Yes, you did. Yeah, right. Like, like, uh, have you been just sitting here going, I really wish I had this beautiful art, you know, herbalist ornament to put on? Because in season 21, it's finally coming. The one that we, we voted on a million years ago. That stellar state logic design that's that's beautiful and you know pink and purple and uh you know 80s neon color yeah. uh yeah you'll be able to acquire it in the eververse store i do like herbalist. that color they, they definitely use pretty. every single day now arbalist is an amazing gun they're i mean hands down the best anti-barrier gun full stop and also mm, instead of no. using a sniper this is an amazing gun too However, the best. I'll give you second best at best. What, what's better than Arbalest for shield piercing? Wishender. Ooh. Shoots forever, unlimited ammo, makes okay. a nice sound. It doesn't do as much damage as the Arbalest. And doesn't shoot as fast as the Arbalest either. The other points I'll give you, unlimited ammo, absolutely. Yes. But, um, I, can, but I can shoot it forever. You can? Also, the Arbalest is dumb and I've never used it. And this is the hill I'm going to die on. It's a stupid hill, but I'm right here. It's it's uh, contrary to what Parody says. It's an amazing weapon. But again, it does use special ammo, which is detriment, especially in end-level activity, when special ammo is hard to come by, right? So, but yeah. Now that we get to vote again, guys, on another set of weapons. Yay! First of all, I'm excluding the um, Izanagi's Burden because it already has the best ornament you can get in the game. Full stop. So that was automatically out. We don't need to no, know. I, I don't think you can because I'm sure there was somebody in our chat that said that if they, if you all vote for the Izanami's Burden, he will personally take you through a raid. Don't care. Izanami's, yeah. Izanagi's Burden already has the best, uh, the best ornament, dude. Flat I don't remember who it was now. I've, I've <laughs> also forgotten the Izanagi's Burden even existed in the game. It sure does, but yeah. It's a thing. It is definitely a thing, and I'll tell you which one it is. So are we all all in agreement that it's got to be the Thunderlord? It has to be. Yeah. Okay. Gotta be the Thunderlord. We can be in agreement, but some of us have already voted because the email came out the same day the TWAB did, and uh, some of us saw a certain weapon in there and had to hit the button before he even really thought about it because it's his his favorite weapon. Now. Is it again based on like we've got gone before? Is it picture based? So if you accidentally click on the wrong picture, you are it voting sure for that that picture. Okay, just yep. checking. Chamber is the best ornament. Then we you are banned yep. from the chat forever. Yep. You're going to need to click on, on the picture you want. Now I will admit this is not the greatest ornament. Like it looks pretty plain for for my beloved Wither Horde, but I have to give the Wither Horde the love that it's due. Wither Horde already has a bunch of really good ones, though, man. Well, now hopefully it'll get another one. So, I do mean, you actually get to see them? Yeah, Is I was that... going to say, have we seen it? Because, like, I mean, like the other the... ones we got to see beforehand, right? What it was going to look like? Or, no, I think, last wasn't it last time that we voted for the weapon? Then once we voted for the weapon, they went, oh, now you can pick from X amount of designs for this weapon. Uh, you got me second guessing myself. I thought well, we could see what it looked like before we picked, but it maybe is, you're right. Once one of the above exotics has been selected, we will work with the chosen community artist to create three different weapon ornament concepts. 
mm. that we have another vote for that you can pick. There you go. So yes, they're going to do exactly the same as say, did last time. Yeah, the email does say stay tuned for a vote which will which uh, stay tuned to vote for which concept we'll be creating game. So you, so, you vote uh, for your yeah. weapon now, and then you vote for your ornament the next time this comes around. It goes. Oh, by the way, you remember that weapon that you selected like three months ago? We've now got around to designing some stuff. Here's the three yeah. designs. Pick one of those. In about a year's time, you'll see that. <laughs> I'm not joking. Because let's I face know, it, you know, that's that why it's funny, one, man. Was, like, I don't understand how much sure it must have been this, just before October last year because it was before Fest of the Lost. I'm sure we were talking about it. But anyway, you know, you can you can pre-order a Samsung phone that's not even out yet and get that phone before you get a raid jacket from Bungie. <laughs> <laughs> It's ridiculous, dude. How does a company run like that? Oh, you want this pin? You want this jacket? You want this beanie? You want this stuffed animal? Buy it now, and we'll send it to you a year and a half from now yeah, when you've because completely we need to forgotten know how about many it. People actually want it before we start making them, and we make a limited amount of them, then we ship them out. That's it. Get used to it. You, you've been in this ecosystem for a long time. Just get nah, used bro. to it. No. Nah. No, you no, need no, to have some pre-mades. No, there should be no, no, bro. There's some, there should be pre-mades out there that we well, can send them out to some customers. No, Bungie no, say no, you shouldn't. The process is starting on April twentieth. The community will vote through emails on which exotic. The community artists create three ornaments, and then we get to vote on that. And then the winning weapon ornament goes into production and is released in game again six yeah. to nine to twelve months later. Thunderlord, it is. I'm voting Thunderlord. No. Nope. Well, did, when, you, did, did you already? You should have voted like two days ago. Oh, I haven't checked my email. However, no. if you're not getting the emails from Bungie, then you can't vote. So those of us who got the email and instantly clicked on Wither Horde are going to win because we both got the emails and voted. <laughs> instantly clicked Wither Horde. <laughs> I told you my email blocker gets rid of those. Right. Anything from Bungie, I, I don't get to see. Right. That, that's why I didn't ask you what you would vote for because I knew you couldn't. But if so you, you know could you can make rules for your email blocker, right, Demon? Sorry? Uh, well, the email, blocker, the email blocker has a name. It's called Deacon. <laughs> she, she, she's, a little, she's a little less con configurable than certain spam clients. Is it yeah. really Deacon deleting the emails? Yes. You're being serious? Yes. Oh, goodness. Make a new email that's just for you, some just random Gmail related to... The, or... Or use the show's email for Bungie-related stuff, dude. <laughs> I, I might have to start doing that. It really is a treat for Respawn to learn new things each week. It's just it's just a wonder to behold. Look, man, y'all keep making fun of me. I told you guys I have legit brain damage that prevents short-term memory to becoming long-term memory, all right? Right, which is why we're going to keep making fun of you because you won't remember <laughs> that either. It's a perfect storm. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> I mean, uh, no, this is the first time we've ever made fun of you. Uh -huh. There's no evidence <laughs> to the contrary. Yeah. Now, what I'm, what I'm disappointed in with Bungie this week is that they, they go through the steps of saying, last week of Iron Banner ahead. For everybody who hasn't gilded the Iron Banner title and seal, then this is your last chance this season to get that done. But mm -hmm. they don't remind you that this is the last week you can get a Hero's Burden, that submachine gun that everybody loves, and that, that comes with some volatile rounds. That's really cool. Hero's Burden, I think you mispronounced uh, Immortal. No, no, Hero's Burden. No, Void Adaptive Frame. Iron, no, Iron Banner and Trials yeah. are different. Yes. yes. I, I, if you have 
I know it's just two titans that you see, <laughs> but, they're, but they're different titans. They're diff they're different people. One's right. pink and one isn't pink. <laughs> so you, yeah, yes. you, this is your last week to get a hero's burden submachine gun, adaptive frame, nine hundred RPM, void, if I remember mm. correctly, and a Wizen Rebuke, which is an arc, I think high impact frame fusion rifle. Yes, it is. And and they're pretty good. They are and pretty good. Can roll with volt shot. It can. And See, I was told volt shot is the worst roll to get on that. What you want, and this comes from Micah and another YouTuber that he pointed out to me, is you want the one that fires further when firing from the hip. What's that called? Offhand grip, I think. I always dismantle offhand grip once. No, he said that's the god roll. He says oh, okay. people are getting mapped by offhand grip. I get the, mapped uh, without rebuke. offhand grip. I get mapped with anything. I just dismantle wise and rebukes, so. <laughs> <laughs> but no, apparently, it's. I can't remember the second perk, but if you see offhand, boom, that's you're halfway there. Let me check light GG and see if it'll spark my memory. So if I have a whole bunch of Iron Banner tokens, I need to hand the nice Iron Banner man before he oh, leaves. you do. You that's, do, because they get reset as well. Thank you for reminding me, Parody. Well, thank you for reminding so, everybody so, else. Yeah, so this is my week where I should say, hey, I want a bunch of Heroes Burdens, or I want a bunch of something. Even if you're just you know handing him tokens as infusion fuel, pick up your tokens turn them into something and either keep them, trash them. I'm not going to tell you how to live your life, but you know, if, if you, if you played enough to actually reset your rank or do any of this, or if you care, you've got, you know, currency to create, you know, since you can't get your infinite shard farm, at least you can turn these into iron banner somethings and then dismantle those and get some shards. Yeah. Oh yeah. Cause I mean, go, go, go to the nice man. Cause if you're like, like me, I think I've got like about 50 engrams just sitting there. Because I've got everything. I don't need anything. But obviously you need to go and speak to the man next week. Yeah, that's so I was looking to see. Uh, I've lost him now on our list of vendors. Yeah, because I know it's been... Uh, I've picked up none from the last two Iron Banners. So I know I have a pile no, sitting there. Yeah. I just need to eventually go uh, <laughs> do something with them. Yes. Oh, that's what it was. Offhand strike and um, the one with the trigger. Successful warm-up. That's the god roll for the Weiss and Rebuke. So, offhand strike, successful warm up. Well, map anybody like in Crucible. Yep. So, Respawn and his alter ego, Micah, have said. So, that's what you need to get. That's what we're going to get. So, yeah. it's funny how neither one of those are even considered in late GG. <laughs> late GG is going with the whole under pressure high impact because that'll guarantee a kill. Sure. Yeah. But, like, offhand. Will guarantee a kill from across the map. So, okay. you know, if he doesn't cross map, I'm coming for you. You know this, don't you? Yeah, well, I'm just I'm passing coming on. across an ocean for you. Sure. Go ahead. I like to specify which which map does it go across because there's yeah. a little bit of variation. All of the maps, <laughs> except the new one. That was a little bit of a stretch. <laughs> oh dear. Some of those maps are awfully long to cross. You you may need to run across an entire ocean or swamp to get there. <laughs> But to go to do that though, we need some player support report. Mm -hmm. And and good luck because this one goes to eleven. Um, there there's a notice about weapon crafting guys. If you're if you're going to the to the to the relic on Mars and you're crafting a weapon, yeah, don't. What while you take the weapon and you set it onto the relic and say I need to recraft this, okay. don't also enhance the weapon while you're doing that, because the game is going to lose an enhancement here. So craft or enhance, but don't do both. 
at the same time. Okay, so I, I can't go there, craft a new weapon, and then go back to that menu and then do an upgrade. You can do that. You just can't do it while the weapon is on the table. So when you select a weapon reshape, they basically make a copy of that weapon from your inventory. So okay. you know, it's basically saying, like, I'm taking this weapon, let me copy it, put it on the table. If you then, while you're in the reshaping menu, make changes to that base weapon, that change is not going to be in the weapon you are crafting. Those changes get lost forever. So enhance or reshape, but don't do both at the same time. They do say they're working on a fix for this. But uh, yeah, so just just don't don't change your enhancements here while you're crafting the weapon. Before or after is just fine, just not during. Don't do it. Do it one at a time. Um, if you, like me, experienced audio issues in the game last week, where you were sitting here playing with Night Demon and Noble, and we're hearing them perfectly fine through the game chat, but all of the audio in the game was garbled and garbage sounding, and you're going, is this like some sort of MP3 from like 1992 I downloaded from Napster? What is going on? There are audio issues in the game. The specific one they're going to tell us about is apparently if you're using 3D audio, uh, you're experiencing less than ideal sounds and speech. Pretty sure if you're using 2D audio, you're also experiencing less than ideal sounds and speech. Uh, it is recommended if you're using 3D audio to disable it, such as the native 3D audio on the PS5 or the Atmos slash Windows Sonic on PC and Xbox. So, I don't know what my audio settings are, but uh, for that day where I was running with Unite Demon, just all of the in-game audio was just like, it sounded, it, it, I mean, just terribly distorted. So, if you're also experiencing that, it was after the patch. It's a remnant of the patch. You're not going crazy. Your audio is just acting up. And there's a bunch more patch notes where, you know, where I'm not going to go over the full patch because most of it is weapon tuning and things like that. There were a bunch of things that were missed from the original patch notes, which is what I sent to Night Demon and Respawn earlier in the week. And also I did see Bungie did add both to the list of actual patch notes in the patch in the addendum section, section at the bottom, but they still missed one. So now I'm wondering, did you not actually patch this or did you actually just miss it entirely? Um, but they did... Uh, Fix an issue where the terminal overload chest can be looted multiple times for rewards and craft a weapon progress. Bungie, you didn't need to fix it. It's fine. Fine. Your crafting progress now comes from the key chest and not the base chest. So if you're running back and forth to get the chest multiple times, don't because it's not worth it. Uh, when the mods Ashes to Ashes and Hands-On are equipped at the same time, you're only going to receive super energy from one of the mods when killing an enemy with a grapple melee. When these mods are equipped individually, each will work with the grapple melee. Your grenade kickstart uh, will no longer activate when using a grapple point. So yeah, fixing, fixing all the good things here, Bungie. When the mods firepower and heavy handed are equipped at the same time, only one orb of power will spawn when killing an enemy with the grapple melee. When these mods are equipped individually, they'll work with the grapple melee. So they made a whole bunch of changes to how we interact with mods in the grapple melee that have made a lot of people very grumpy. Just like uh, reducing the super gains from ashes to assets by 50% when getting a grapple melee kill after using a grapple point. You also no longer need to have the, the strand subclass equipped to gain the unraveling rounds for strand weapons from the allied unraveling perk. Your heavy weapons will more consistently gain increased ammo capacity from multiple reserve mods. This does not apply to rocket launchers, grenade launchers, heavy glaives, Leviathan's Breath, or 1,000 Voices since their max ammo capacity is reached by equipping fewer mods. Basically, if you need less ammo to get there, 
they're not giving you more ammo. But you're already there. The Fighting Lion Grenade Launcher was incorrectly benefiting from the Void Holster mod. It will not anymore. The Harsh Language Grenade Launcher will now correctly activate the Void Artifact perks. And your fall damage is now theoretically non-lethal to players. Previously, only collision damage was non-lethal. And one patch that they did not add to this list or put in the actual patch notes is the Warlock Exotic Swarmers will now correctly create Threadlings when a Tangle is thrown and a player has Shackle Grenades equipped. Though I don't know if they fixed it and just didn't put it in the patch notes or the updated patch notes or if they just decided they didn't fix that. So your guess is as good as mine, Warlocks. You get to find out. So that's what they fixed. There's also a much longer list of things they fixed. And if you want to read the links in the show notes, right there, right down there next to the Discord link is, yeah. is where we have a link to all the show notes. If you want to say, what, what guns did you also buff this week? And what else did you do with those things? What other changes should I be seeing? Um, yeah, it's all down there. But with all patches, Night Demon, Respawn, come broken things. They and there's do. some broken things. Oh if you previously acquired the Brazen Spark ship from Amanda, um, you can't actually complete the last Will and Testament quest, which involves picking up the Brazen Spark ship. So, uh, Night Demon, by the way, um, y you get the ship from doing the quest after after Amanda. You know, that happened. <laughs> Your Shahan quest dialogue is cut off if a public event is triggered, uh, preventing players from hearing any remaining lines. So Your volatile should, flow. Surely the, the man is then, you know, distracted well, by whatever's going on around him. Probably. Yeah. And has important things to tell you, but you'll never know what they are. He has no time to explain because the fallen are currently invading. <laughs> uh, guess what? Volatile flow. It, it's not activating consistently. <laughs> it, it, it doesn't want to. But the cheerful Maybe. destruction triumph doesn't grant you bonus progress for guardian kills. The Insight Terminus Strike uh, can produce bird errors when fighting the boss and capturing plates. So that's good times. Um, as I mentioned earlier, audio may appear distorted in certain activities. Check the audio issue workaround, you know, you know, basically toggle your 3D audio on and off. Or just go, uh, I can turn this audio down and listen to my friend who needs the game audio. It's unimportant. Mm -hmm. um, if you also were in the tower saying... Didn't the Guardian Games statue, didn't someone last year win? And, and now it's a different thing. The statue is incorrectly displaying the winner for the 2022 event. Uh, some Guardian Games triumphs are in activating earlier than intended. So yes, as a are. result, the tiles tab now flashes as though something um, is unlocked and nothing is unlocked. Live, live, live in-game correction, that's been fixed. The Eagles are now highlighted now. Oh, the Warlocks have gone back to winning. Mm-hmm. All right, so the Guardian Games statue incorrectness has been corrected. Good job, Bungie. That was the thing we were all most worried about. Oh, absolutely. Um, yeah. But yeah, but, but if you've been running, you know, things in Vanguard and all of a sudden getting medals for something, uh, those are the Guardian Games medals that are dropping early. Um, <laughs> and these the triumphs you're getting now for the Guardian Games, you should be able to collect in two weeks. So that insistent flashing that you have something to pick up that you can't pick up yet, you'll be able to claim in two weeks. We'll see. Mm. Uh, the zone control playlist doesn't display an increased crucible rank modifier. Dying in the hypernet current strikes boss room can sometimes get a player's ghost stuck on the floor. But sometimes not, so look on the bright side. Uh, quitter penalties were erroneously enabled with the 705 launch for completing matches. This has since been corrected. <laughs> what? Hold on, what? If you completed a match 
after the patch went live, you were getting a quitter penalty for it. <laughs> uh, you got penalized so they, for finishing the match. That's yep, awesome. Yep, you shouldn't have saved it the whole time. That's where you went wrong. But but they've now actually fixed that one. So you, it was a known issue, and now it's a known fix. Uh, rewards are delayed upon completing certain raiding counters, like jackets, with some rewards going to the postmaster, and some rewards need to be manufactured in a factory and mailed to your house. So those may take a while. Uh, some players report that Radiant no longer stuns barrier champions. So if you're trying to radiantly stun a barrier champion, uh, you may not. And your fire sprites may no longer generate from grenade kills. Mm -hmm. But they may. So, you know, 50-50 shot. No real way to know. Because there was also a bug, and then it may be related to the... to Because the, to fix the whole quitter penalty thing, they turned off quitter, quitter penalties entirely. For a, for a little bit, so people were using that to gain competitive rank and then quitting matches that they lost because they weren't getting the penalties and it wasn't bringing them back down in rank. So, so my demon, we may have missed our shot to go to go ascendant and then quit out before we could lose any points for it. <laughs> yeah, but that's all been patched now, so too little, too late. Um, but that's the full list of broken things I'll tell us about. Again, the known issues link is in the show notes along with the, all the other goodies, as well as the 705 patch notes, which patched or unpatched many many things so yeah and then there's movies and artwork that respawn was watching and, and has many thoughts about warlocks looking How deeply you know lovingly into each other's oh, eyes because <laughs> i can see you you can see it yeah and and that's the end of uh of team Ellen's first twop um and he says you should absolutely vote for the izanaki's burden because it's his favorite weapon don't care. Uh, not, that he not that he wants to sway us or anything. Okay. And uh, he helps you have fun in the Iron Banner and get your rank reset. Izanagi already has the greatest, um, greatest. Uh, oh my God! What the hell is it called? Ornament. You, you can you. do it. There you go. You got there. I'm proud of you. Yeah. Anybody who's ever played a Final Fantasy game, yo, you can be Cloud in Destiny Two. That's amazing. Or Zach, if you prefer Zach, maybe. What I, what I really like to be is uh, in front of some sort of some sort of video, entertainment, some sort of YouTube that might might be able to tell me how I've been playing this game more poorly or could do better. I could. Yeah. Have you have you watched any YouTube this week that's worth worth telling the people about? Have I watched any YouTube? Of course, I've watched some YouTube, and I've now waited for like the it's the fourth week now that we've had the raid challenges. So we now have each raid challenge and a guide from Kimber Prime. So I've I've stuck to what Reese one asked. You know, stick to one person, get the guides, and that's it. So we are currently in week four. So I believe that it is Nezrect, which is the current challenge. So next week we should be going back to the first challenge again. So there will be a guide in our show notes of how to do yep. the first week's challenge, second week, third week, and fourth week from Kimber Prime. So that's something to look forward to. I'm going to check it out to see if it was any different or easier from what we were doing. But what we did was actually pretty easy. And I would even consider doing that as like the normal practice for hard mode. So pretty good, man. Pretty good. And then I have three videos from the one and only Destiny Fun Police. We have the buffed, which is the Cerberus uh, plus one. And then we have the S tier, which is the Fry Fright, which I already spoke about. And then the one that he reckons going to be meta soon, because if you haven't heard, Respawn's been on about it, about the, the Immortal being double nerfed. The uh, Is it the Out of Bounds that we had in the Crucible a couple of months back 
that was just kind of dropping forever. Oh, yeah. You could get millions of rolls with. Now, Destiny Fun Police reckons that this is going to be meta once, like, the is it 750s are going to get nerfed. So he's got a video on the out of bounds and what roles you need to look out for. And again, takes it into trials, the one he's got. And I mean, it's Destiny Fun Police. He slays. He's good. He's amazing. Mm-hmm. So yeah, th- those are my my. Look my how good this gun is, guys! Take the gun away, give him just some blue machine. You could give that man. Look a how stick good this gun is, guys! He can still beat you with a stick. That's what I'm saying, mm-hmm. dude. It has. Like you can't trust him, man, because like you you give him a you give him a white weapon, he's gonna slay with it, dude. Like, yep. Who cares? Yeah. Parody, have you got any videos this week? Apart from the ones you've already mentioned. You know, I was looking back, and most of most of what I watched were just like different build videos of, oh, hey, I need to re- redo some of these builds that I no longer have. So, no, I'm just I just want to throw throw some love towards Mactix, M A C T I C S on YouTube because he's honestly put together the the Titan Strand build that I've been running all season, and has a bunch of other builds. So if 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 sometimes you you watch a plunder the booty build and you're like this isn't quite hitting right, Mactix has done some good stuff. And I also saw that Plunder the Booty, let me see if I can, basically, if you go look at any of his recent builds, there is a site that looks like he and a number of other people of like, if you're sitting here going, listen, I don't need to watch your whole video. I just, I just want to see the thing I was trying to do. I just, I don't remember what mod I need to put on my head. There is, so MOBA, M-O-B-A dot L-O-L, I guess is, you know, some mobile site. I don't know who's behind it or who's doing this. But a bunch of different people, it looks like, are linking to that site. It looks like it's for more games than just Destiny. But if you, like, you know, any of Plum of the Booty's recent videos, it'll have the link in, in his, show, in the notes of the video, to basically a really nice, like, one-page site of, here's all the weapons you can have, here's all the loadouts, here's how it works, like, with an explanation of the gameplay loop and how these pieces fit together. And it's really nice, where if you say... Well, this strand build is nice. Oh, but I don't have that exotic. Or, you know, hey, I missed the Malfeasance when it was up. There's a, it links to a bunch of other content creators and their similar builds. So if you're like, maybe this is the, isn't the one for me. Hey, here's a build that Dano put together. Here's a, here's a build that Mactix put together. Here's a build that, you know, I'm just looking down this list here from his latest video. Here's a build that someone else put together. Oh, hey, I'm looking for a PvE build. Let me hop over there and see what, you know, Hunter PvE build he has. So it seems to be a place where content creators are starting to put together you know, different builds that they have in, you know, put on the page and read it for them versus, you know, watch the whole video. I'm not saying don't watch the videos, but if you're just going to say, hey, this build didn't quite maybe hit me right, let me go see who else is out there and who else to put builds together. So it's this Mobilitics site, which I'm starting to see linked more from some creators, but it's it's good times. I mean, Astacross is on there, Datto, uh, MacTix, Plunder the Booty, True Vanguard, you know, a bunch of other folks have started putting builds together that way. So yeah, if you're looking at one going, yeah, I don't have that exotic or I wasn't around for that season, you know, just another way to go find uh, good things to go slay out with. And honestly, I'm really enjoying the loadouts in-game. It's so nice just to be able to slap a loadout into that spot. That's been buggy that, too since their mid-season patch nonsense. Oh, has it? I I, I just enjoy yeah. it. Like again, when, like when I was running the one the one mission, I was like, let me let me put this loadout here. I don't need to save it forever and ever. Let me just, you know, slap it into this slot here for now. And then I can go back to it later. It's irritating, though, because when you put it there, it just sort of gives it a name and an icon that makes no sense. But if you hop into Dim, I noticed Dim recently, I don't know, in the last update or two, you can go into Dim. And while you still can't, like, you know, fully edit those loadouts, 
you can change the icon and the name. So if you're so if your strand so if your strand build for PVE has raid on it in game, you can go and say no no this is my strand PVE build. You can actually go into it and change you know the, the icon and the and the name of it so you actually know what it actually is instead of whatever the game randomly assigned it to. So respawn, do you have any videos for us this week of uh, hunters doing incredible hunter things? <laughs> Um, kind of. Uh, there are two Lucky Pants builds out. Um, depending on how you want to play it, uh, one of them is by uh Kodiak, mm-hmm. um, and the other one is by Mactix, who who you were talking about earlier, actually. And um, yeah, it's just two different ways to build a Lucky Pants build. Um, they show you the different weapons, uh, different people to use weapons against. Like for example, if you're doing a, a, an activity that's got a lot of taken, you want to run malfeasance with lucky pants. You're gonna do nutty damage, right? So, just things like that. What 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 gun to use in given situations, and what they didn't mention in either video, which really bugs me, is lucky pants procs independently for each hand cannon on you, right? So let's say you have a kinetic hand cannon, which will proc lucky pants, and then you're running solar. You can have a solar hand cannon. Which let's say if your your primary weapon runs out and you're trying to do like mad DPS on like a boss, for example, right? Your primary weapon runs out, you can swap to that secondary weapon. You're gonna get the damage on that secondary weapon as well. Because Lucky Pants also procs on that second weapon. And people are like, no, you only get one debuff. It's like, no, you get both debuffs, dude. Trust me. And I even huh. tested it on video to show them, like, look, see, you get you get the benefit for both hand cannons with Lucky Pants, not just the one, right? So Lucky Pants are an exotic that's exclusive for the hunters, isn't it, that help it is. with your hand cannons? It is. For every consecutive shot you hit, the damage increases on that weapon. Also, while you have the hand cannon stowed, it loads the weapon for you uh, one round at a time every few seconds, right? So, so these builds that you're you're putting out there or you're, you're pointing us in the direction, are they just PvE builds or are they PvP builds? Um, PVE. Okay. Yes. I'm looking for a PVP build. I, I don't think Lucky Pants work in PVP. Oh, they do. They do? The damage buff works in PVP? Probably not. Probably not no. that part of it, but you know, the, no. the ready and swap speed and the reload. Yeah, that does work. You, uh, yeah. you get faster ready and swap speed and, and then the, the, the weapon reloading. Yes, those will work in PVP, but the actual damage will not. No. And then, um, Ash Across. So... Everybody thinks that the um, Fighting Lion grenade launcher has been fixed. It has not. Okay? So for a while, I kept taking it into Grandmasters because it'll one-shot all the red bars. Even in Grandmasters, it does like 200k damage to a red bar. You know? And for those of you that don't know, you're like, oh, it's just a red bar in Grandmasters. Red bars will still wipe you out, dude. And they still are bullet sponges in a Grandmaster. Okay? So don't underestimate them just because their their health bar is red. So the fact that you can one-shot them with the Fighting Lion is a huge buff, right? But Astagross took the Fighting Lion, and he actually made a build around the Fighting Lion itself uh, for PvE and, I think, PvP as well. And, yeah, it just shows, like, the best way to use the Fighting Lion in a given situation. So check that out. Uh, it's called the most busted exotic in the game Fighting Lion build, Destiny 2 Lightfall. So, yeah. Um... Will he also teach me how to actually hit things with the grenade and not shoot Unfortunately, the enemies? Because no. that's that's really where where I need the help. Well, what you need is whenever you see that it's coming through their legs, release the trigger so it detonates. 
Ah, mm. you're assuming through the legs, down through the legs and let go. Mm. Through the legs and let yeah. go. Yeah, mm -hmm. yeah. Mm -hmm. This is not a weapon that you kind of. I mean, if you can direct impact, great. But this is more of a fire and detonate on your own kind of weapon. Mm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Explains, explains so much why I go. I'm going to threaten you with this gun and I actually hurt you with it though. Yeah, and I've seen some crazy plays where somebody will go in and they'll intentionally bounce it off one or two walls to get to somebody that's around a corner and then detonate it there. I mean, people do nutty things with this gun. <laughs> I've, I've seen them, and I've had it done to me, and I go, you clearly know what you're doing, because I, I do not. <laughs> but yeah, that's all I got is two hunter, two hunter built and an across. I mean, I've watched a lot more, but <laughs> nothing <laughs> worth like... A like Nothing worth like you know sharing. <laughs> what what about the podcast? I said it sounds like a podcast. What? Two hunter builds and an ass across. <laughs> <laughs> but I think we do have to mention the French voice actor for Saint Fourteen has sadly passed away. His name was Sylvian Lemari. I hope that I'm pronouncing his name correctly. Um. And I saw a lot of people got really confused about this, like saying, we thought that Saint was Russian. And then a lot of other people were like, no, this is the French actor that voiced him for the French version of Estimates. <laughs> like, yeah, there's yeah. there's multiple voice actors for all of these characters. You don't just Destiny see that one in your other countries, guys. There's German actors and Spanish actors and yeah. probably Egyptian actors, <laughs> Portuguese actors. That's why sometimes Many you'll actors. see a, you'll, you'll see a Australian actors. <laughs> yeah. yeah, like during during the pandemic, you know, during the height of the pandemic, I should say. You were seeing notes about, hey, like we couldn't, you know, we couldn't get the Portuguese Ikora Ray, and she's been replaced with this other person for the time being. Yeah. So yeah, sad news. I think we've we've come to the end of our end of our show. Mm -hmm. I think we have. Yes. Is there anything? Anything else? I'm just glad <laughs> not. No, I'm good. Oh. <laughs> we've got through oh, most oh, of the podcast without the those. So yeah. Yeah, you know, hey, hey, flavor and texture. Well, that's where I say thank you. Yeah, for really us. good. But um, in there earlier, well, that one, yeah, it was well, well placed. Yeah, all for you. And and really, I mean, I have I have the button now. I can deploy when you go looking Ooh, for links, Ooh. which is just it's just perfection. I mean, really, I think with about four or five sounds, my team's job could be even easier or more challenging. We'll see. Oh, you've actually uploaded those to everybody, dude. That's just you. See? Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, that's fun. I did not know that. Yeah, I can see what you upload. That's pretty cool. Oh. That's fancy. Okay. That's yep. good to know. Anyway. Oh, yeah. Um, Discord has new, to new, new tools and toys that we are now totally distracted by. Well, I want to go play with my new toys. My team wants to play with his new toy, and Respawn has a computer to put back together. So, uh, thank you for joining us. This has been... Destiny 2 and Tech Talk. Your Titans are parody of Night Demon. Your Hunter, as if you could ever forget, is no one response in real life. Your kilted lore master is not Arf and not here. You can email the show at 2TitansAndHunter at Hotmail.com. We're everywhere. And as we've said here, as we've said there, as everybody has said everywhere, just type in 2TitansAndHunter into YouTube, Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, Spotify, any search box on the internet, you'll find us. Our SEO is top-notch. 
You can find the show wherever you get your podcasts. Follow us on YouTube for each new episode, weekly update video, and all the live streams. TwoTitansAndHunter.com will get you to where you need to be. And if you'd like to join the Otter Dance Troop, have you seen our incredible Otter Dance Troop led by the T-Rex King, Deaded Hitaway M64, and the Scarlet KM, and BHS Nightcrawler? Have you seen them dancing? They are incredible dancers. You have never seen finer dancers in your entire life. Have you seen the man you cannot threaten with a good time, Zep Orbit? We tried to threaten him. We have tried, people. He can't be threatened. It's just impossible. Unfortunately, though, you're going to need to dance quicker and faster because Carver 2782, We Noble, Golden God 1562, Basically Salt, Zombie Pops, and Renard Calant, hopefully I'm not butchering your name, have joined our grenade-throwing troop, throwing all the grenades across all the people. Thank you for joining us. We appreciate each and every one of you. And while Deacon does not approve of long videos or receiving email from Bungie, she does approve of PP Pipe, Lordmaster Chaos, Dimwee, The Drifters Driftwood, and Hate Quest. And if you would like to join our Otter Dance Troop, try, you know, try to have a threatening with a good time or any of these lovely things, you can head over to patreon.com slash T-T-A-H and join our wonderful patrons who make this show possible, give us the enjoyment, and uh, give response someone to beg to do raids with him that then just smite him and, and just, just ignore him every single time. So if you're looking for Patreon, patreon.com slash T-T-A-H, we appreciate you. You appreciate us. It's just a mutual appreciation society over here. If you'd like to buy the Night Demon Man a coffee, or any of us a coffee, really, ko-fi.com slash two titans and a hunter. And if you would like the thrill of live action and spicy language, head over to twitch.tv slash no one responds in real life, where he will be drugging, being drugged through Iron Banner this week, kicking and screaming by Micah, and who knows who else. Or if you'd like to keep it family friendly, like a proper British gentleman, or if you're just over in the UK and go, I, I can't be in the up in the middle of the night when you Americans are streaming in the evening, over to twitch.tv slash two times and a hunter and you should go to both those places and smash the subscribe buttons and the bells to say hey they're live night demon will stream in the morning in the uk respawn will stream in the evening in the us and random other times i can't tell you when it's a secret hit the buttons and then you too will know all the things and now my friends we've made it to the end of the show any closing words shacks night demon respawn i can't believe what i'm seeing um Oh, I'm Panis here. Yeah. Yeah. Two Titans and a Hunter, a Destiny 2 podcast. the respawn titan song it's too bad what's that <laughs> oh, 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 i'm just looking through the list of um destiny mp3s that i have downloaded and there's he's there's just lucky that i'm not actually on the laptop that's got all the audio respawn stuff at this point titan in time. song mm-hmm. no 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 I oh yes there is it exists and i i had totally forgotten about it <laughs> good delete it um on that note if I'm going to play something else, it's going to be a Titan, and I have said that multiple times. It's going to be a Titan, and I have said that multiple times. Times. I have played on my Titan, and I have said that multiple times. Multiple times. Multiple times. Titan. 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 Going to play something else. It's going to be a Titan. Titan. I have said that multiple times. Multiple times. Multiple times.
but if I'm going to jump characters, it's going to be the Titan. Titan. I have said that multiple times. Multiple times. Multiple times. Titan. 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 And I don't mind giving up hunters Titans, because like I've said many times, if I swap off of my hunter to do something, it's going to be a Titan. 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 Titan.